Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. Final lesson. Final? Yes. Well, we'll still have our... our Sunday evening dinners. But your tutelage has come to an end. You're ready. For what? To move from the theoretical to the practical. You and I. We are the only ones we can trust. That's your final lesson. You're dismissed. Here we go. It's how we seize it. Episode two seventeen. This week we're tacking hack. We're doing uh, <laughs> Echo, uh, Disney Plus MCU uh, Spotlight. This is a a new uh, uh, title for them. As far as there was a special presentation, and they got their normal series, and this is now called Spotlight. And and I believe this is kind of a a throwback to uh, an actual comic book that they called uh, Marvel Spotlight, where they would where they would use it to introduce new characters and things like that. It was kind of like little one shots and stuff like that, so you could get some new characters, some new background, different things like that, of where you didn't have to have a whole title dedicated to them. And I think that, for me personally, that this is a a great way for them to do this. This is this is the way we've always talked about. Like you could introduce new characters without having to do these little cameos in, in movies. You know, I main one I think of right now is Ironheart from uh, um, the last uh, Black Panther movie. It just, you know, you could have kept her out, did her, uh, had her with a little spotlight, and I think it would have done it better, got more better story from her, and, and wouldn't have had to shoehorn her into a movie that really didn't work and fit for her. So, uh, although, although interesting with, with Echo... We have a character that was in Hawkeye, so it was kind Correct. of the same sort of thing. And I, and I did see that they they talked about Spotlight being more grounded, character-driven stories. That was the idea, um, and not part of the main uh, narrative of the MCU cinematic universe. Kind of side stories. So, yeah, I've heard they're almost like individual, where you don't have to be uh, tight with the rest of the the stories to know what's going on. You could almost watch them without knowing anything going else on. It's their way of getting away, getting away from kind of these heavy-duty superhero powers. Uh, they talk about these being grounded, so you're, it's probably like power light, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. Is no, they, well, they I, kind of pretty heavy on them. I agree. I think they could have would have done a little better if they did try to ground this the, the superpowers in this one. But I mean, the idea being is. You know, if you ever if you're always trying to one up the superpower with as you keep releasing movies, it gets a little tough. <laughs> Is someone watching the trailer? There was something in the background. Sorry, guys. I apologize. <laughs> I was it's, like, it's oh. spillover from another uh, part of the house. Okay, I was like, oh man, someone's coming in with something hot. Uh, no, no, no. Sorry about that, guys. 
I, I, I disagree with you, Stephen, a little bit that this should be, and maybe not disagree with you, but disagree with the idea that they should be grounded. I think it's, uh, it doesn't have to be grounded into like a, a realistic. It could be. I, I don't care if you go over the top. Like you could bring in, you know, whoever, but just give it a nice, quick five episode little uh, one off of this. You know how the person got their start. Whether this is this is an, a case where we get Echo, where we saw her before, or someone brand new that we've never seen before, and then setting them up for when they show up in the next thing. So. And, and I'm not. I'm quoting when I said grounded, yeah. character-driven and stories. That, I'm quoting what what the what the uh, what Marvel Studios said that that right. That's why Marvel I said Studios I, represented. Or, yeah. I wasn't disagreeing with you. I was yeah. disagreeing with what I think. You know, they could. They, it doesn't have to be grounded necessarily. I, I like the idea of just you know one shots. You know, we get an introduction, and it's a good way to see if people uh, or can become attached to that character or care for that character. You know, uh, kind of like the little miniseries. You know, we could have had a, a one shot or a, a spotlight with uh, She Hulk. It would have been a really good, you know, one for her. Who knows? Anyhow, uh, I'm Noah, the main host here. With me, as always, is my main man, Steve. How you doing, Steve? I am good. I am very good. And I have power at my house. We had a little bit of a scare with uh, Noah lost power right. for a little while, but uh, recovered at the last minute. So the podcast can go on. <laughs> right. I was out there yelling at pg and &E. I'm like, you don't understand what you're doing. You're depriving <laughs> the people of their pod. Uh, <laughs> uh, also with us on the West Coast, I don't think he's having any power troubles. How you doing, Bo? There actually was some power outages oh, in our it? area, but just not near me. I was like, man, did we lose it in the whole damn state? Like what's yeah. going on? So, uh, but no, no, no power outages. Uh, How you doing with the floods? House. I I heard uh, San Diego was having some major floods. Yeah, it's it's fine up here too. We're way up on a hill and stuff, so okay. you know we're out of flood flood range and just, all that. Just so, erosion yeah. you got to worry about. Yeah, well, actually, that's funny. <laughs> there's a there's a, a it's called the Back Bay. It's like a little kind of string off of the main bay down there um, that goes behind our house. You can kind of see it across the back bay which is probably i don't know half mile away but you can see over it so there's nothing in the way uh one of the houses two years ago no last year fell into fell down the hill Jeez. and into the yeah so they they had to leave they had to evacuate they could take nothing with them that's how dire the no. situation wow. was um but no nothing like that here we're far enough away from the hill that we also don't have to worry about too much about erosion so nice. best of all worlds if our neighbors houses fall in then we will have to worry about it but we'll right. have a better view so it's okay <laughs> <laughs> all right um, but anyway all of that don't forget to download rate and review before the power goes out right <laughs> and if it does when it comes back on then jump on there and get it done nice right uh nina i don't think you're having to deal with any uh water but maybe see, some frozen see, snow I was, I was gonna i was gonna bitch about the six inches of snow that we got and <laughs> and uh but you know it's warmed up today and it's all melting so there you go nobody's house fell down or and we do sometimes lose power in the snow but not usually so yeah it's one of, those generator, yeah. one of those things. Yeah, one of those things people always, just in case, <laughs> that don't live in the snow, always think how, oh, how wonderful that'd be, six inches of snow, and everybody that lives in the snow is like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> you know what? I'll, t I'll tell you this: four to six inches, I think, is about perfect, because it's like it gives it, the kids get a snow day. Um, it looks real pretty. Um, but it's not so much that it's going to hang around for six weeks, and it. You know, you're not going to you can sh you can shovel it and it's not too bad. Right. You know, yeah. Like, you know, there, there or, was a, a perfect or if you have it. Huh? 
I was going to say there was a perfect moment in there for that's what she said until you said the kids get a snow day. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, the thing is, now that we have a teenager, four to six inches is also, I don't feel bad about telling her to go shovel it. So nice. It was like like two feet. I'd be like, no, this is ridiculous. She's just a little girl. But now it's like six inches, baby. Get out there and work. Right by the door. <laughs> there you go. Nice. And also, hopefully, it's cold enough you can maybe just sweep it, too. It's not. It's Yeah, well, it, it's a little deep. It was a little deep for that. It started, like, overnight. So gotcha. All right. We can anyway. keep on top of it. But We digress. Right. <laughs> All right. Let's get back to this echo. But before we get to the echo, one of the things we do got to talk about is the drinks we made for this podcast, because that's what we do every week. We make a cocktail or a drink that we pair to the show that we're watching. And that's no different this week. I'm excited to hear what you guys have to do with this one, because uh, I'm kind of excited what I did. So I know you guys usually top me. So uh, I'm waiting to hear what you got. So I'm going to go uh, left to right and start with Bo. Oh, sounds good. I got. I was just opening it up because I forgot exactly what I put in it. Um, I made this. Well, I made this one on my own, and it's rare that right. I make one make one on my own. Um, but I called this one. Here it is, biscuits biscuit cocktail, um, and I took the definition of biscuit from the English version of biscuit and tried to like play on it like it was a cookie. So uh, this has one and a half ounces of vanilla bourbon. Uh, Chochin Beam. It's the only one I found. One and a half ounces of Buffalo Trace bourbon cream, which is a, like a stronger version of Bailey's. Um, a half an ounce of Stroop waffle liqueur liquor. Um, I, I oh. spelled it wrong in the thing, but uh, you know, everybody know what a Stroop waffle is? It sounds like a cookie. It's like a little. It's like two little very thin waffly type cookies with caramel. Oh, okay. And you get them on airplanes mm-hmm. sometimes. And you know what they're great for is because uh, liqueur. They're- <laughs> yeah, that sounds that sounds super delicious. But the thing is, I found out the way because they're Dutch. The way the Dutch yeah. eat them is you get a cup of they're they're pretty big. You get a cup of hot coffee or tea and huh. put it on top of the cup. Yeah, oh, and nice. it warms it up, and the the caramel gets real soft. And oh wow, oh, there sounds you go. good. So That's I great. tried it. It's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. When you nice. said waffle uh, cookie, I was thinking of those. I don't. I, I always know them as this, just the cheap waffle cookies. Usually, they're like you get the the chocolate vanilla and strawberry. You know, uh, and, 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 just, and the orange one. Yeah, cream in the middle. They're like yeah. a little rectangle, and there's yeah. cream in the middle. And they're they, they're the yeah. cheapest cookies, but they're like they as are a so kid, good. They are <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's just pure sugar. But that's yeah. exactly what I thought. I was like, oh, that's like pinky out of those with caramel in the middle. Yeah, they're. Uh, <laughs> have you ever seen? They're a little. They're, the these they're a little more these are a little more dense they're a little more like um a little more chewy a little more dense yeah like a real they're cookie a instead like, of just um, sugar and wafer yeah 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 they're a little more like the um what are the Italian ones um, they're not like pizzelles they're the pizzelles are thinner and the pizzelles are a little crunchier yeah but, but they're anyway. more they're more like that than the wafer cookies oh yeah 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 for yeah. sure absolutely yeah. yes. Yeah. That right. sounds uh, delicious, though. Well, it's not right? quite done. So oh, um, then, I have a, then I have an ounce of heavy cream, um, whipped cream on top, sprinkle with a little Jeez. nutmeg, and uh, actually do it over ice, chill and strain it, whipped cream, um, a little nutmeg on top of that, and then uh, a little biscuit for a garnish. And uh, for the beer, you know, I was shocked because with all the, like, stouts and all these 
sweet, you know, it's it's like there's yeah. always a sweet beer section, whether it's stouts or porters or whatever <laughs> it is, or or you know, a doppelbach or who knows what, right? There's always some kind of a sweet beer, and I could have sworn I've seen them before where they had cookie in the name, which I yeah, I have the biscuit thing again, but I just I just couldn't find one. I was having no luck, so I kind of stretched a little bit and I reverted to the traditional American definition of a biscuit. <laughs> And I got a beer called uh, Blueberry Pancakes by Campfire. And so pancakes, breakfast, biscuits, breakfast. I kind of, yeah. you know, stretched a little bit, but it was much harder than I thought. And I was actually late getting back from lunch and almost missed a meeting as I looked at <laughs> Phil and more for like the fourth time up and down the aisle. Like, you've got to be kidding me. I can't uh, believe this is happening. But that's funny. The good, the good thing is, though, I got a plenty for president they had in the cabinet so i i at least got one of those nice nice i'm looking there at your you picture that you sent in, uh yeah Bo. i love it it looks like a little city in like a globe city or something like that like oh it's got like <laughs> let's say it's got mountains it looks like there's a bird in the back you know that oh it's my just, gosh. It's just a shadow in the whipped cream but oh, uh, i see it now and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then trees of course are kind of oh wow in the design pick up on that yeah i really i i had to kind of zoom in to pick out exactly what it was but from far yeah. away it looked like a little miniature city Nice. snow covered <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that's that looks really good i i really and, like and it's, and it's the first cocktail according to kelly that she likes that i've made which i find hard to believe after three years but <laughs> that's on her <laughs> uh i really like that style uh and i uh usually will just go with the bourbon cream uh instead of like the heavy cream that's kind of my been, been go-to like with white russians and stuff like that yeah just using that 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 uh like irish cream or bourbon cream for that to cut back on the dairy for one but oh, uh, yeah. yeah i kind of like that that's a, that's a that's a it looks very tasty I, this could be dangerous i i, I had to fight back drinking any before yeah <laughs> because i can tell you uh I can almost guarantee I would have drank two of these before yeah. the podcast started, and then I would have been a mess. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and that, that Jim B. Uh, vanilla, I like that. That's a good one, too. Uh, I'll use that sometimes for either, really good, uh, yeah. for mules. Um, oh, really? This goes in there, yeah. Interesting. We'll do that with honey, and we'll do that with the vanilla. Um, do that with sometimes with those. So really nice. Good. All right, Nina, what do you got for us? Okay, well. Um, we'll talk talk about this, I'm sure. But one of the recurring motifs in this show was a woodpecker. So I have a drink called a redheaded woodpecker, and it's uh, huh. one ounce of amaretto, two ounces of coconut rum, two ounces of orange juice, two ounces of pineapple juice, and like a splash of cranberry juice. And you mix it up and pour it over ice, and. Uh, I actually made it yesterday because I wanted to test it out ahead of time, oh. and it's nice. It's nice. It's kind of tropical, tangy. It's got that sweetness and and the the kind of the cherry and almond with the amaretto. Just, yeah, it sounds delicious. It's, yeah, it's really it nice. Does. Yeah, I'm, it does. I'm, 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 and this is this was a new one to me. I was surprised I had never heard of it before. So cool. Yeah. No, that that sounds really good. That's right up my alley too. That a little bit of sweet, a little bit of uh, citrus, anything with pineapple too is always tasty. I, I yeah, I, I could see I could see mixing up a, a pitcher of these for a party. You know. Oh yeah, just a pre mix and then everybody yeah. just straight pour. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Cool. All right, Steve, we're up to you. All right. Well, I made two drinks. One of them is related to the series. I was a little underwhelmed by this series, and so I had a hard time kind of finding inspiration. So I, I ended up going with a cocktail that uh, that is a known cocktail. It's not it's nothing that I created, but it's called the Drunk Uncle. 
And uh, nice. <laughs> something that Maya refers to Fisk as, as you know, there's this thought of, you know, this, this relationship, uncle. like an uncle relationship. But um, after, after the first episode, I thought it, I thought it was harder and harder to kind of buy into to the series. And by the end, the big climax, I thought it wasn't a very good payoff. And the only way I could really buy into how that all went down with, with Fisk and, and, you know, what he was there, their big standoff. I thought he must've been drunk. And I, and that's just kind of <laughs> my idea that, that I'm going to write this off, that he was drunk, that, that, you know, cause he ends up just finally kind of walking away. Like, fine, I'm, I can't deal with you. And he got a little pouty, um, and, yeah. uh, and left. So, so I thought, okay, maybe he's just, um, you know that's that's a good excuse. So drunk uncle is uh, three quarter ounces of dry vermouth, three quarter ounces of chinar, and one and a half ounces of a uh, peaty Scotch whiskey. I had that uh, Talisker single malt from the Isle of Skye that I I, I got a, a, about a month ago. That's very very smoky. So uh, I used that, and then uh, grapefruit twist, um, which adds a little bit. So that's a really nice cocktail. It is smoky, uh, but I, I I like it. I and uh, and um, I. I It'll get might might get me a little drunk, but uh, <laughs> um, hey, that's, so this, that's okay. That's a good uncle to have around. The uh, <laughs> second cocktail I made, I had a little. I I drew some inspiration from one cocktail, but I added it up to make my to make my own. But this isn't inspired by Echo. This is more uh, inspired by uh, the Oscar nominations that came out, and there was a little bit of a of a um, controversy about Barbie, and um, which I thought was kind of amusing. I. I, uh, you know, Barbie was nominated for Best Picture and Ryan Gosling was nominated for Best Supporting Actor, but notably missing was uh, Margot Robbie for uh, Best Supporting, Best Actress and, uh, and Greta Gerwig for uh, Best Director. And Ryan Gosling released this, I thought, really nice, nice uh, kind of letter basically saying, you know, he's ex he's extremely honored, but but he, he kind of called out he was a little disappointed that... Uh, they didn't receive any not notoriety. It is kind of interesting for a movie like Barbie that's very much about, uh, uh, you know, mm, you know, a, a female figure in in culture, and and how well it did, and yet, and Ken being who he is, and Ken ended up the one with the Oscar nomination, whereas Barbie and and the director were overlooked. I know awards are are, are tricky, but uh, I just thought it was. Amusing, certainly an interesting controversy. I don't think anyone's going to go uh, go go nuts for it. But anyway, I wanted to kind of honor Greta Gerwig and uh, Margot Robbie with a cocktail, just to kind of give them a nod to my appreciation of what they created. I called this the uh, the Pink Mumbler. Um, this, there's a cocktail called uh, Mumble, and I I, I I bring up Mumble because Greta Gerwig is part of the uh, Mumble Corps. You know, when she was a, a, a she's done a lot of acting in her days, and uh, that's kind of the group of people of of acting troupe that that she was a part of. That maybe it's just the way they they delivered dialogue uh, with a little bit of mumbles. Um, so um, so I liked that. Uh, so that's a nod to Greta Gerwig, and then I made it pink just to kind of give it that Barbie theme for Margot Robbie. So. This is two ounces of vodka, three ounces of maraschino liqueur, half ounce of Cointreau, one teaspoon of grenadine, two ounces of pink lemonade. Top that with club soda and garnish with a couple cherries. And that's my pink mumbler. So nice. Did, did you make both of those up? Those are both your own creations? No, the drunk uncle is not. That's a, that's a real cocktail. I found gotcha. it. I found it written up in a few places uh, with the same with the same ingredients. So uh, 
So yeah, that's that's out there. Yeah. It just fit my gotcha. it fit yeah, my yeah, yeah. Uh, my narrative. <laughs> For sure. You you were mentioning you were mentioning about the nominations and the Greta Gerwig versus um um you know, Greta Gerwig and and Margot Robbie not getting nominations but uh, uh, Ryan Gosling I must call him Ryan Reynolds Ryan Gosling getting a nomination. Um, Kelly read me something last night that she read that said that. Ryan Gosling getting nominated and Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie not getting nominated is literally the plot of Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just I pulled this up and it was a CBC uh, and just it's the title of their article and it says why weren't Barbie's director and lead actress kin enough for the Oscar nomination? <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, also wanted to shout out to American Ferrera got her uh, nomination as a, a supporting actress also. Yeah, uh, and, for, and actually Greta Gerwig for, is for Barbie. did, get, Barbie? A, did oh. get a screenplay nod yeah. for Barbie and uh, and Margot Robbie is part of the producing team so uh, she's yeah. part of the best picture so they still got represented but just not in the in their main categories. So anyway, right? It's I, just I, it, it's I have, I have this. I have this theory that they should actually hand out the Oscars like five years after the movies come out, because yeah. looking at stuff that just came out six months ago, you don't know what's going to stick around. Like the true, year, true. you know, the year Get Out came out. I I think I I'm trying to remember what one. I think it was Green Book, and it's like. Whatever one though, it's like we have not talked about that half as much as I talked about Get Out. Yeah, and you know, it's just you don't know what's going to stick. You don't know what's going to have a lasting impact. You know, it's funny thing about that movie, I, I just really uh, I I have not seen it yet, but I I saw this thing the other day that that made me want to see it even more. Is they were talking to I think it was uh, the director or the writer, and he was saying that. The inspiration for that movie was Eddie Murphy's uh, stand-up when he's uh, talking about uh, moving into the haunted house. And yes. uh, so okay, that's good. <laughs> I thought you were saying. I thought. I thought you were saying Green Book, and I was like, No, what no, the no, hell no, 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 get out. out. No, I think. <laughs> I, no. I forget what I forget what won that year, but it was when some whatever whenever they said what it was. I'm like, Yeah, I, I don't think I thought about that movie after I saw it, and. I think about Get Out at least once a week. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but it's actually one on that's still on my list. So one of these days. It's, All right, I'm gonna get it's, into, worth, oh. it's worthwhile. Oh. It's really good. I, I've heard <laughs> Nope is another one too that it's like, oh, I need to watch oh. that sometime, and just haven't sat down to do it. It, you know, I'll tell, I, there's, I'll I got tell a list. <laughs> Speaking of famous Oscar snubs, and then I will drop this, but this always makes me mad. Is Nope? If Nope should have gotten anything. It should have gotten sound design. So gosh, yeah. Because this, the sound was so amazing in that, and just like, was so integral to the storytelling, and it got didn't even get a nomination. And I'm like, it mm. just proves it's like, you know, the people who do these things, they just, they don't think about it, you know. But uh, no, there's a. It was, an opportunity. it was forgettable for me. I don't think about that movie. I haven't yeah, thought that's about what that I was movie Noah. since I watched it. No, if you have the opportunity okay. to see either Get Out or 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 nope. nope make nope. sure it's get out yeah okay yeah okay yeah i just thought nope was so forgettable huh okay interesting i just i've, I've heard a lot about them and is they've been on my list and i one of these days i'll get to them like i'm gonna get to my drink right now so <laughs> uh 
a couple weeks ago, oh. I found this. No, no, it's fine. That's what we do here. Uh, I was I was searching the the interwebs, doing what I do, and I came across this. I mean, it's probably on Instagram or or maybe uh, Facebook. And I saw this because I get a, the, the. I don't know if you guys know this, but the the Instagram for for the podcast uh, on my side of it, it's basically cocktails and kittens. Those are the <laughs> things that just keep up coming up. And so I think it was Instagram, but this drink came up, and uh, I noticed it was. It was it was bar uh, equipment and it's it's actually from a company called Crew Supply Co. and they do uh, bar bar equipment and one of the main things that they have is a a uh, bottle that has a screw off bottom, so it makes it really easy to infuse because you don't have to fight stuff through the neck of the wow. bottle. And right. so I ordered three of those and uh, I finally got them like a week ago, and I finally got a chance to do my own infused. Uh, drink and that's our infused uh, liquor and that's what I'm going to base my cocktail on. Uh, so going through, like you said, Steve, this was a hard one. To, I mean, I like this. I like the series well enough, but there was it was just hard to find something to do. I, I, I was going to make some biscuits, but without power, I couldn't really get my stove mm-hmm. to work right and uh, you know get my oven cooking. I was going to make some biscuits to have on the side, but I didn't get that. But uh, I kept going back and forth, and one of the things that that uh, struck me with this is echo has uh, new powers compared to the comic books in the comic books she's very much her, it's a repeater right but that's that's taskmaster and, and when they gender yeah. swapped taskmaster yeah. it was kind of like oh we can't have just two females with exactly the same power so they they uh switched it up and i love the fact of what they did and they made the name fit really well with what it was and echoing her her ancestors and stuff like that it's got a power trip to it or not a power trip but a, a power portion of it and so one of the things she had was healing hands, right? She puts her hands in, uh, and essentially heals, uh, you know, Kingpin's hurt heart, hurt, hurt mind, hurt what, you know. Yeah. But she has she has well, his emotional pain from his dad. <clears throat> right. She heals him, but it's with her healing hands. So I wanted to make a drink called Healing Hands. And I was going, what what goes into healing? And I started thinking about stuff, and I was like, tonic, right? A, Tonic's usually used for for healing and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do some kind of tonic. And I wanted to do a a vodka-infused drink. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to do a vodka tonic. But I got to figure out what to put in this this vodka. So I ended up going with ginger root. Cut up a bunch of ginger root, threw it in there. Uh, Went with some lemon because you always put lemon in your tea when you're not feeling good, right? Uh, And I had looked up healing fruits. And the first thing that came up was ruby red grapefruits that have some kind of you know, medicinal uh, portion to it. Like, and I love that. So I threw that in there. So I made this, uh, it's ginger, ruby red grapefruit and lemon infused vodka. Oh. And so that's the base of my drink. Uh, but I, I just, I was so excited to be able to use this new bottle. Uh, I even sent them a picture, uh, of, of what I, uh, of the bottle infusing and stuff. And like, Hey, first time using yeah. it, like, what's it for? And I told them, haven't heard anything back, but I was, I was pretty stoked about that. But anyways, so my drink is called Healing Hands. It's two ounces of my my ginger, grapefruit, lemon infused vodka. Uh, I used a, a Tito's vodka because I had ran out of um, my Costco big bottle that I uh, I'm going to use for infusing. I'm just going to get that big old bottle of vodka from Costco because it's good and it's cheap. <laughs> so um, I did one ounces of uh, elderflower liqueur because I really love that. It goes great in in uh, tonic uh, drinks. Um, I did a five ounce of honey syrup because, yes, you always put honey in your tea when you're trying to, you know, cure yourself. Uh, And it's my home, you know, 
home homemade honey, I should say, because we own those bees and they're in our backyard working for us. So, well, those are uh, better for I, allergies. For local allergies, you got to have your yeah, own honey. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, then I topped that all off with a um, a fever tree. Uh, premium tonic water, and it's actually premium Indian tonic water, which yes. I thought was kind of funny. And I'm like, I'm <laughs> no. like, wait a minute, I, I need to look it up. But it's not, it's not Native American Indian. It's actually uh, India, India, uh, <laughs> Indian, <laughs> and it's uh, it's because of, uh, I guess they use quinine to cure scurvy, yeah. or uh, it, it, it back. It was it's that's what it's based off of. You're muted there. You're muted, Nina. <laughs> so. I just thought it was kind of funny. I, did, I knew I wanted the premium fever tree because I like fever trees, tonics. Uh, I didn't want to double up on the elderflower, so I went with that. And I just, I didn't, even, I totally forgot it was the Indian um, tonic water. But it is so delicious. This is right up there with the best gin and tonics I've ever had. I, I think. Nice. I mean, technically, I guess once you infuse a vodka, it kind of becomes a gin. But so good. You yeah. need like an elderflower you know, subscription, don't you? Like that's your go-to. Liqueur now. It's become it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then also, you know, you talked about all the citrus in there. I mean, that's you being a sailor, that's another that's another scurvy. Right. Scurvy fighter. <laughs> so my favorite yeah. favorite commercials of all time when it comes to beer commercials is when they're talking about don't fruit the beer. And then there's this old guy and he goes, I had scurvy once. And it just always made me laugh so much because it was about, you know, putting the uh, lime in your uh, coronas, I think oh, is what yeah, it was. Yeah. And like don't fruit the beer, and I'm I'm screw that fruit the beer. I'm all for that. So, but yeah. that guy with his with his scurvy line always got me. So, this is a delicious drink, though. I'm really happy with it. I I got to admit, I poured my uh, my drunk uncle into my pink mumbler, and it <laughs> made it that much better. I I mean, they go together really nicely. There's a lot of ingredients, so it's probably just you know kind of this crazy mixture now, but it's tasty. Maybe I'm already that drunk uncle, so whatever goes. <laughs> Trying to get into that mumbler, that's what you're doing. That's right. Well, let's, <laughs> with that, let's get into this episode or this this uh, this miniseries, this spotlight from Disney. Uh, we all know Maya uh, Lopez Echo from uh, the Hawkeye series, uh, one of the best uh, mi uh, Disney uh, miniseries, if you ask me. Um, and she was part of that. Uh, she had such a great storyline in that. You know, we got we got a lot of uh, time with her in that story, and I think she actually had a better story in that one than she does in this. This one seems very haphazard, very undirectional. Like it doesn't. It, like I don't understand why she runs all the way back to Oklahoma to try and hurt Fisk. It, it kind of doesn't make sense. Like why would you go to Oklahoma to hurt Fisk, who's in New York? Um, well, just well she's running, running away from. I mean, she's shot Fisk in the eyeball, and right. And, okay, and well, that's running home. Get, I mean, so I think there well, is a lot of. But she's not running yeah, home. Adolescence it's avoiding home. Right. The what? Yeah, I, I thought, but that's juvenile adolescence for you. You run towards okay, what you so need, this, but you you pout about it. And I mean, it doesn't well, necessarily here's, make here's, for a good series. But I, but I mean, no, this is what does it make sense in this? It's it's five months after she shot Fisk. So it wasn't her first – she's been running around. Yeah. Uh, she's shot. She does head there, but her main reason to head there was so that she could do this – catch up to this train and, and do this thing. She really didn't want to see the people that were in her home, so she wasn't going home for any real reason to be home. She didn't care about any of the people there, really, and that's well, what shows. The other part that bugged me about this is – 
the 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 fact that she her father was you know chased out of the the hometown and sent to you know he left for New York with them 20 years ago right but everybody acts like she was there last year you know causing mayhem and you know they they haven't talked to her and that you know if you look, listen to what they say but the, everybody acts like you know she was there and it it just didn't it didn't add up there there was some missing parts and I, I'm wondering if this was supposed to be a longer series and things got cut that really would have helped tie this series together better. I did well, hear something about that, 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 that is, there was a lot of changes, you know, they, it, I mean, it was supposed to come out last year or like in, I think they finished shooting in 2022 and, um, and, well, and it's gone through it, yeah. some changes. I would, I would say this. I think part of it is, People could hold a grudge for a really long time, and I think she might have been trying to think that she wanted to mend some fences because she knew she had ignored everybody for so long, and she thought she could just probably go back and just everything would be okay because she would be back. She knew that her friend was did. reaching out to her. Her friend was reaching out to her. I mean, she's she. I mean, I think she's definitely kind of confused, definitely like you know, adolescent, all that kind of stuff. So she doesn't have her like a full fully developed plan but um i would i would say that you know she just she didn't seem to reach out to anybody but she, she got she caught was like, by biscuits i she was, that was she was she was an adolescent she was scared you didn't know that she wasn't going to talk to him and that's just my opinion i mean i don't know it's, I, 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 I agree with wrong, you Bo. i i think it is it is typical adolescent behavior that you you go towards something that you know you need something you go towards it and then you try to push it away you kind of go there and make a you know you, you it's it's adolescent arguments when you know when they you know they try to give you the silent treatment but they can't uh, they can't help it but speak because they need your attention you know it's that kind of and and, and so to me it makes sense i i i don't think it was very smart writing and i don't think it was very good inter- uh, television but but i do i do understand why an adolescent going through this sort of turmoil. Uh, would, I, I would see what you're home. saying. And I think this is maybe where they dropped the ball is that when her father died, she, I, now that I'm thinking about it, I remember she was actually an adult by then. She was already you right. know, in, in the, into it. So maybe she had had contact with, with the home, you know, up until that point. Well, that's because what that's, yeah, her friend, her friend, uh, but they she, didn't do a good job with really stating Like I would have liked to seen maybe where she came back, you know, show, show him as a teenager where she comes back to visit. And, you know, maybe, maybe the, the grandma has another big blow up with the, with the, the father and chases him away, you know, yeah. show some, some more of that instead of some of this other maybe. crap that we got. I think it would have, it would have made it feel a little bit tighter and a little bit more what they were trying to show with the family and the community and stuff like that. And it also would have made more sense of why everybody still knew, knew sign language. Because uh, if she would have left when she was that first time and never been back, why would have anybody else kept with, up with the sign language? They didn't show anybody else that needed it. And that was another one that I was kind of I'm like, I didn't understand. I thought uh, originally when I read something that uh, there was um, there's a native there is Native American hand speak. It's kind of like ASL. And I thought that maybe that's what it was. But I couldn't find anything else written anywhere that said that that's what it was, too. So. It's it just yeah. there's there's a little lot of little things that were really weird, but I don't want to I don't want to harp too much on that because I do want to talk about some of the stuff that was actually really cool. Well, and it's 
Can I just jump in since we are talking about things that bugged us, or do you want to get right <laughs> to the good stuff? Since since we're on the bad, we can get it all out of the way at once. I don't know if we're going to get it all out of the way at once. I think we're going to end up coming back to it, though. That's why okay. I wanted well, to get fine. into some of the good. All right. Well, that's Excuse cool, me. then. I would, just, I would like to jump in after you, Bo. <laughs> I, I mean, I know there's going to be stuff that – because I think a lot of people liked it but had issues with it. But I want to talk about some of the great stuff with this. Episode one was super strong in my book. Like when I got done with that, I was like, oh, they might have done it. They might have they might have re, re you know, uh, straightened the ship on this one, you know, got back up, got the mask back up instead of uh, what we had from Secret Invasion. Um Chaffa was the was the name of the episode of episode one, and it, and it starts off with that that telling of um, the the Choctaw people how they were kind of I, I don't want to say born but created where they came out of this mound, which goes back into what was really good about this is that the the representation and the uh, following along with the Native uh, American. Uh, folklore and stuff from the Choctaw people they did a really good job with that like because it reminded me of something I read about another uh tribe of their like their their uh introductions uh stories where they kind of came through these different worlds and stuff like that and ended up you know in 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 our world you know formed from clay and things like that and I just like oh man that was that was really cool and so I thought it started off really strong and then in and, and even per, you know kept going from there we got one of the best fight scenes that I've seen in, that was definitely in this series uh, and, and probably better than anything that was in uh, Secret Invasion for sure. But with the Daredevil Echo fight, that was that was pretty kick ass, if you ask me. I mean, I enjoyed that quite a bit. I yeah. liked it with with Maya. You got a little bit more emotional range. I, I struggled with her, her, you know, powder <laughs> throughout the whole thing. But yes. I remember that fight scene. I remember there was that one guy that that she ran into that 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 um, uh, patted groped her down her. and yeah, groped her a little bit uh, excessively. And he's like, "Oh, you again!" And I loved that that how it seemed like she kind of lit up a little bit, was suddenly excited. And it's like, "Oh, good, we get to see a little bit more uh, more of this side of her." But that 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 didn't go very far i think that was about the only no it did saw, it stopped right we after we saw that. any any you know she she seemed a little flat in her performance but i agree that sequence was was a lot of fun and how she kind of surveyed the scene the way they played yeah. the sound and her ability what she what she, I, I i liked it when they got into her head and you just got a, a sense of rhythm and that was about it um yeah. and i thought they could have done more of that throughout the series too yeah, I agree, and, th and that's one of the things a lot of people talked about was was the sound. With this, was really good, and I agree with you. I don't, I don't think she, I don't think it was bad acting on her part. I think it was bad direction and bad writing where they had her so moody all the time. Like you never got anything different. For, like it would have been nice that's to see absolutely some possible. emotion. Absolutely possible. It's hard to, it's hard to have any. You know, there's not much to compare to. But yeah, the the role right. didn't have that much going going for it uh with the, and you don't get a lot of nuances talking. from her voice because she doesn't speak you know right uh which which it was an interesting and this may have been what kind of and i i i want to give them props for what they did with this but it might have also been what doled the show down is you have to read unless you know asl <laughs> right and, uh, i mean it, it it adds it adds an, a level to a show where you you can't just watch you have to you have to concentrate on words as they pop up, or you don't know what's being said and what's going on. And so uh, I know Bo, you talked about uh, what was what was your special? Uh, you're muted. 
Sorry. Sign it. Sign it to us. Yeah. Sign it to our audience. It's uh, it's I forget what it's called, but there's a way if you're blind, there's a setting you can put on your television where yeah, it, it's like it descriptive. It's called descriptive viewing or something, or something or audio. Like that, yeah. So they describe everything. So on top of if they're doing sign language, they will read the sign language. They'll also say, like, Maya walks into a barn. There is a cow standing in front of her, um, you know, or something like that. So, I mean, there's a lot of those kinds of things. But they'll also do, if, you, if somebody's doing sign language, they will read um, the they'll sign language. What, uh, okay. They'll say what yeah, the that, sign language is. That might have been interesting. But it's also um, it's more distracting, I will say, this, because <laughs> they also describe everything. Everything that goes on, yeah. yeah. Everything that goes on. So it's a little distracting. Hey. But... They read. They read every street sign. They read. Oh man! It, and, it was... and yeah, I'll I'll tell you this. I tried it, and Disney. Like I have a friend who does that. Oh yeah. As a job. Well, oh, they're the audio. They do like, the reading part. Yeah, she does like descriptive audio. Yeah. And she also does books on tape, but um. Disney decided to cheap out and got a computer voice to do it. Oh really? It, oh. It so worst. like Siri. <laughs> Yeah, oh, worse than no. Siri. So Not oh, even geez. as sophisticated as Siri. It's it's. Oh like, no! I could, I listen for about ten seconds, and I'm like, nope, not gonna work. Yeah, that's if there's a person that does it, it's much more palatable. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So well, that that was one of like, the cool. Well, I I gotta say, like Black Crow, uh, his his delivery when it came to signing and actually speaking was a lot more exciting to watch. His, uh, and so sometimes it depends. I, you could tell that he, he was really, he really knew sign language or ASL uh, he could, and uh, was able to emote a lot on top of that. So uh, some performers can really perform the, the shit out of ASL to, to where it yeah. makes it more intriguing to watch. And, and uh, you pick up on what they're saying just through, you know, well, I, I mean, he spoke when he was doing it, so it didn't have to be. Uh, yeah, didn't have to be. Which helped. Like which yeah. helped. I mean, <laughs> but that's that's typical of of um, when when you have a speaking person talking to someone that just signs is a lot of times they will talk it out. I mean, from what I've seen, I don't I can't speak directly to a lot of it, but that's my my memories of I, what I I've actually, been it. I, I watched a YouTube video, and it was actually someone who. Uh, can't remember if like his wife was deaf or or something like that and he said he thought it was interesting he's like usually when you see people sign in in tv shows or movies he said they'll they'll be very fluent and also speak because yeah. it's just the easiest way to do it and he said he he liked that there was a variety like he said usually people only speak when they're having trouble doing it so like biscuits speak hmm. and and if you notice he only he he didn't you were saying how these people how did they stay in practice they didn't biscuits was only like signing like every other word and i, I think that was the purpose i think biscuits was supposed to be yeah like, just calm. I, but i have to say he's probably but, one of my favorite parts of the whole show too oh he was yeah, the comic relief, yeah. But, yeah he's the great comic yeah. relief exactly yeah and the, and the he reminds me of he reminds me of if you guys watch the bear the the chef the heavier chef on the bear the actual only chef on the entire show yes yes <laughs> yeah in real so, life. The guy with all the, um, all the all the tattoos yeah and the curly hair heavy guy 
So yeah. he hasn't become a chef. We're just starting to watch it. He's not a chef yet. He's still just in real life. Up. He's the only chef, though. I mean, that's what I'm oh. saying. In real life, he's the oh, only chef on the entire show. Everybody else is an actor. That's funny. Yeah. Sorry. Go um, ahead. Go ahead, I, Nina. Sorry, cut you off. Anyway, but then you had like um, uh, Scully, the the yeah. I'm not sure was he a Graham Greene. Grandfather. Graham I Green, think he yeah. was a he he not, was uh he was like a yeah he was like a grandfather figure. I think he was dating uh the grandma Chula, yeah. who was it, he was the one that owned the electronics shop or whatever that yeah, was. The, that the was yeah, the pawn shop. Yeah, yeah, the, the pawn shop. Yeah. Pawn shop. Yeah. Yeah, and it was the same with him. Like he was he was not getting every single word in. And the grandmother though was fluent, which makes sense because her daughter, uh, yeah. Her daughter uh, Echo or Maya's mother was also deaf, so I thought, yeah, mm -hmm. that was my that was the sense I got. Yeah, um, she said she learned it for her so, daughter and carried it on for her granddaughter. Yeah, yeah. So of course she would she wouldn't forget. Right. So you know, and I think right. it probably has to do with you know how how close they were and how much they used it. Um, well, I think that's what's missing too. Like I said earlier, is maybe they should have showed her coming back more often before the father died and maybe that she was still part of that community even up through teenager and, and otherwise it's like you go from like a well she was probably six seven years old when all that happened and then all of a sudden she's a, you know they might look similar but i and i you are you gonna really remember right off the bat you know yeah and i mean if it's if it was a genetic thing which it seemed to be yeah i mean they could have they could have put in one or two lines or one other brief character that showed that like there are several deaf people in this community like her cousin she had a deaf cousin or something like that right but whatever i mean <laughs> I, i'll say this i liked the show i didn't think yeah. it was like i didn't think it was super great um it's i don't think i didn't get a chance to watch it a second time immediately just because, like I said, you have to watch it. Right. But I, will, <laughs> but I probably will rewatch it at some point. Um, I will because I want to pick up on some of the, the nuances that I might have missed. Yeah. And it's just I, but I wonder if, again, I mean, it, these MCU shows have had some terrible luck. It's like they had the pandemic and then they had right. the strike and it's like. You know, yeah, but this was some, this was pre writer I mean, strike, so we can't we can't blame the fact it? that the yeah Did they filmed yeah they filmed it in twenty twenty. But I think they re I thought they went and redid some stuff though. That's I possible. That was... I mean, the, a lot of these shows are not like done till you know minutes before no, they air. I know. Didn't, so they didn't might they have just, gone and didn't. Didn't they just announce that uh, Daredevil Reborn has gone? You know, they basically stopped shooting and they're and they're starting it all over again. They're like they're going back to kind of the old ways yeah. and and uh, making it a well, shorter series. And... I don't know. I didn't hear about shorter, <clears throat> but I think uh, they decided to get even to get to go more Netflix style. More Netflix, like, yeah, get... absolutely, yeah, yeah. I I think people they they're here. They're actually hearing what the fans are saying and saying, you know what. We don't know it all. We 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 definitely f have lost some people because we think we know what we're doing. Uh, let's listen to what the fans really want, and that's what been people have been saying. And I think it, you know, they go from Daredevil and She-Hulk, and then people are kind of like, "What the hell?" And then they <laughs> then you get this scene, and everybody's like, "Fuck, that was the best part." And they're like, "Okay, let's let's take that and, and run with it." And so I think that's a little bit of it. 
Um, you know, we talk about the, some of the other. You talked about Henry Black Crow Lopez. That's uh, that would be uh, Maya's uh, uncle. Ah, uh, uh, God. Ch- Chasek Spencer, I think is is his name. He was he. I I enjoyed him a lot. I did too. I, I, yeah. I, I thought he he was one of those presents. Wait, which one? Which uh, the uncle, the one that owns the the roller rink. skating rink. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Uh, he yeah. uh, he was so like dynamic on screen. He was the one I think had the most presence uh, out of anybody in the entire show. I think he even outdid uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin. I think is just like commanding this. <laughs> when you when he's in, on the screen, you're kind of looking at him like, what the hell? I know what you mean. I, I think I, I mean I, I'm a big Vincent D'Onofrio fan as Kingpin. I mean he's he's been incredible in so many series. This one it was just it was a tough. It was a tough fit. <laughs> you know? It's it's it was like Kingpin light or something or like <laughs> Kingpin has a cold and he's not himself or something. You know, <laughs> he's drunk. <laughs> he is a drunk uncle or you know he needed a sticker because he wasn't himself. Something like that. He just there was something wrong. But I mean, it also goes back into like I didn't know Echo from the comics, but I read some stuff on this, uh, and she they really played with the same story that's from the comics where she actually shot him in both eyes apparently in the comics and he came back and forgave her in the comics like it's they really tried to play it up i don't know if it worked as well i almost think this this would have been a better series if they would have left the kingpin out and had her deal with like a little bit minor more of a minor uh character like like kingpin sent someone to bring her back and she ends up having to whoop his ass instead of because she couldn't really whoop she can't really beat the kingpin, right? Because they need him for other stuff. So they have to have this kind of handcuffed victory for her. <clears throat> where if they could have had like a minor villain where they could have really went all out where she's literally having to save the community from this guy or you know something where she could have went a little bit more hardcore, it may have played out better. Um, and then they could have saved that, that relationship melding back for a different time you know i think i I don't think we needed that in this Hmm. if if you ask me um now uh, it brings up another question too is what is echo as a character is she a villain is she an anti-villain i don't necessarily think she's a hero uh you know and that's another thing that made it difficult to like I would I would say anti-vil or anti-hero kind of like kind of like in the vein of Punisher. It's like not quite as bad, seem, but yeah, in the same category. Not quite as bad. Like she has she doesn't seem to have any compunction about people dying. But she also isn't so. going after anybody that are really bad people, other than going after Kingpin. But she because she wanted to be the Kingpin, so it's a little bit different than Punisher. It's kind of like. His is a little less self-serving as he's he's punishing, you know, the bad and, and those that are, are skating the... She's going after Kingpin because she wants a spot. That's not really the same. She's not doing it for the same reasons. If, if you know, I mean, I get where you're coming from. She kind of wasn't... I, I don't know if I can even call her an anti-hero. I, I, I think of her more gotta, like, like a bully, like, like a child. I mean, she had such a such a traumatic event that happened when she was young and it, it, and it stuck with her, you know, through, through her as she became an adult and, and, but she, she kind of still has that 
adolescent angst that she can't figure out what to do with and she hasn't really resolved. And so to to put her on par with a with a an antihero or a villain, I mean, it seems like that's a little too mature for for what we got with this. Uh, so so maybe that's I didn't think of bully until you asked that question, but I just think of that as like a a, a younger version of of a of a villain is more of a bully, you know, and, and she comes across that way, but it's more like a brooding bully. She's, she just, she's trying to figure things out and, and it's, and, and it, it could, I, I think they had some opportunities to, to make it a more interesting story, but it came across a little too, too, uh, too much of a brooding adolescent. You know, the reason I ask that is because in the comics she actually does become a hero. She even works with the Avengers and 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 you know all the way up to to really high level kind of hero business. Um, but it also starts off with Kingpin sent her to go uh, after Matt Murdock uh, essentially, and they fell in love. Which I I started to think about for a second. I'm like, how the fuck do they even talk? Right. <laughs> He can't see her sign. He can sense <laughs> her signing. I'm sure he can. I'm sure he can tell. I'm sure I, with his well, supreme I mean, abilities, he can tell the changes in air current based on her arm movements. I mean, the dude is a miracle. He can sense her yeah. heartbeat. You know, maybe she yeah. can just kind of like. I, he can I mean, I, the heartbeat three blocks away. He, he can has, definitely tell if her arms are moving in the air. Yes, but they're making sign. I don't know if he can pick up exact motions of fingers moving and things like that that's why i was like i was like oof that's that's a little rough can she (laughs) i mean some some deaf people can speak can she speak in the comics uh or does she just sign i don't know that's a good point and could she and can she read lips it didn't show her doing it in this show but maybe she does well, I mean, Matt might be able to. Yeah, but he, she might be able to read lips, but she'd never be able to. But you're right; in the comic, it might be different. I never, I, I don't even. Know I just thought it was, it was. I just thought it was funny. I was like, "That's really weird." Yeah. And then she ends up fighting I the same thing. It's a good point. I did think the exact same thing against yeah. Daredevil. She ends up fighting against Daredevil to the point where she figures out how to beat him and goes is about ready to kill him. Then realizes he's Matt Murdock and then doesn't because of the love and, and you know comic book shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's just it's 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 daytime soap operas on uh, on paper is really yeah. what it is with with uh, you know uh, outfits. So that's and, and so that's my question. You said because of the love. What I I'm just I so bad with the history of all this stuff. What what is the history between her and Murdoch? In in this show, uh, nothing other than oh, that fight. okay. Other than that fight, there's nothing. Her her biggest. Uh, Interaction with any real superheroes technically right now is her interaction with Ronin or Hawkeye because of her obsession to to kill him because that was who killed her father in the Hawkeye series. Right. And I think it kind of it interesting enough she becomes Ronin in uh, the comic books and then right. hands that and then hands that back over to Barton at one oh, point. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, she she hooks up with I think Wolverine to go after Silver <laughs> Samurai in Japan as Ronin. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Oh wow. wow. <laughs> so uh, I mean, I I read that I read her stuff on I think it was on the Marvel page and I was like, oh shit, she sounds cool as fuck in the comics. Um, so uh, but there's a lot of cool stuff. I, you know, we talked about uh, Graham Greene as Scully, the grandpa figure. Yeah. He was Who a also gym was on Northern Exposure. <laughs> yeah, he's so been many in a lot of the show. We're on Northern Exposure, yeah. right? <laughs> well, I mean, 
I look at pictures of him from his early career, and I'm like, oh my god, I've seen him in so many things. Yep. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thunderheart. I remember well, that. <laughs> well, you guys watched Stumptown, didn't you? No. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh, yes, I did watch. The grandmother was. Yeah, the grandmother was the uh, the woman who owned the casino in that. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, which, well, she looked very different. I thought. Yeah. Uh, may, the, the show that shouldn't have been canceled. Stumptown was amazing, but go right. Ahead. Yeah, I enjoyed uh, it too. Um, another one that we we actually just we covered too was Last of Us. Uh, he uh, Graham Greene was in that. Him, he was the old the the trappers that had uh, had the. Oh right, yeah, right. Um, so that was that was cool to see him in this and stuff like that. Um, the other the other was Chula uh, tattoo. Tantu. Cardaline. Tantu Cardaline was as Chula, the grandmother. Cardinal. She was cool. Cardinal? She was yeah. awesome. Yeah. I thought she was great. She was the one she was the mm-hmm. one I was just saying. She was in Stumptown. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. She, she's, she's another one that's been a lot. Uh and actually they've been in uh, I think it was Wind River, they were together as a uh, a couple uh in that. Uh Dances with Wolf, she was in with him. Uh Killers of the Flower Moon, she was also in. Okay. Oh, she was? Yeah, nominated for best picture. Yep. And I, best I, director. I think that's one where I think I think Greta Gerwig should have slipped in over Martin Scorsese. Well, I, I well I think that's <laughs> that's that's just like oh he's been doing it forever he he has the name they're gonna give it to him because I personally and I said this when we did that episode I go it's gonna get nominated and it's bullshit because I don't think it was that fucking good. Neither of us. Uh, did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, she's great in this, but uh, I, I, although I think the writing failed her because I, I, I thought she performed the hell out of the material she had, but I didn't buy, I didn't think the narrative was plausible the way she was so stubborn and then just kind of, it all melted away. Well, it, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't. That's anybody who has a kid, like everybody that has a kid is going to really go, fuck, that's wrong. Yeah. I'm especially if you have, if our grandparent, which I know. Uh, one of us is right now. Uh, <laughs> coming, um, soon, of, coming soon. Coming soon. Coming soon to a <laughs> podcast right. near you. Um, I, I don't care how mad you are with the parent or whatever. You are never, ever going to give that child up, that that grandchild. Right. And that was my biggest problem. Like, she should have been like, no, but you that's not leave. her. Per- that's not her performance. That's in the writing. No, I know. Yeah. That's what I mean. It was just like, I was like, fuck, that was yeah. bad writing. And it's like, did you not have any parents on your writing staff? <laughs> you don't have one grandparent in there go whoa 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 no we can't do that yeah, right man. i mean so uh it just yeah i mean and there were some great moments with her one of the one of the moments that is a standout comic event of this uh series involves her and uh cody lightning's biscuits as he drives by in the truck and they meet eyes. <laughs> yeah, the truck that, yeah. that, that he's borrowed from her. And That's the bumper's falling off. And the, that, yes. that, yeah. that scene alone is so good. I was like, oh, my God, that is so perfect. Um, well, I thought that was quickly followed by one of my one of my favorite lines where he's like, everything the sun touches is yours. Right. Is that from the Lion King? Yeah. Game? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, I mean, Biscuits had some great stuff in this. And, yeah. and, you know, some people were like, oh, I don't know if they needed the co-. And I'm like, this this needed more Biscuits. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he was great. Although I do think the very end, I hated. I did not. Uh, when he came out in the monster truck and crushed the guys in the, the van, 
I was like, mm, that just is not not yeah, in line. It, it wasn't. It was a one note solution. It was just like, oh, let's 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 do it. For not the only gag, that, but and it they're not covering that up. Biscuits is now in jail for for multiple murders. Yeah. Right. You know, the, I mean, you don't you don't cover up a, a monster truck rolling over vans like that's just not something you can wave your hand at and go, oh, yeah, no, that didn't happen. That that was my biggest problem that uh, the dog, the dog uh, was it, it was uh, Billy, Billy Jack, Billy, Billy Jack. Uh, you know, I thought that I mean, yeah, I think the dog acted his ass off. He was ah. great. <laughs> uh, you know, but Pure Biscuit, luck. But go ahead. <laughs> Biscuits was fun. Um Bonnie, this is another character that deserved more than she got. I agree. And this is a this is a story flaw in, in everybody that I listened to. And and without a doubt, everybody was like, what the fuck is the story? Like, this should have been about Bonnie and, and Maya. This really like more Bonnie than was even, her her the one that said I've been texting you, I've been calling you, all that kind of stuff. It was her cousin that, yeah, that yeah. in, yeah. in right. the tent. She goes, no, no, sister. we're sisters, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was like, yeah. you don't let that drop. I mean, I get you know shit happens, but you, I mean, you always if you have someone that that's tight, you're that tight with you. It doesn't matter what happens. That's like that's like that person you you bury bodies with, right? You know, a good friend will you know help you, <laughs> you know they'll they'll help you take the body out. Uh, yeah. Without a, yeah, and that a friend will help you move. A good friend will help you move bodies. Move it, and exactly. You know, and it was just five months. So it was ever since she shot. You know, she shot Fisk. That's when she dropped dropped communication. And I could I could buy that. But when she got back, they should have they should have made it more of a of a storyline. It's not just I, this. You know, you just. Don't it isn't until the very end when they have their Fast and Furious Vin Diesel moment where it's like <laughs> where they finally like connect with the yeah. smile and that's a you know it's like oh I, it's a warm happy ending yeah I thought it was even longer I thought it was when her father died was when the texting was oh you're on. right you're right it was when the father died I guess I uh, yeah and I don't know how we don't have an actual timeline on that they you know when I started to think about it I was like they didn't give this that timeline in in Hawkeye like how long between. Ronan killing her father and that the events of Hawkeye, we don't we don't have a timeline for that. It could have been years. It could have been two, three years because it all happened during the blip. So we have a five year window, uh, essentially. Uh, so that's that's, you know, and that could so it could have been four years. It could have been as low as, you know, a year to five months. So but yeah, that's I. and then not only that, but yeah, we didn't get much. You know, we get a little bit of the. Saving in the the from the kidnapping, um, in the bowl or not? I don't want to say bowling roller rink. Oh yeah, right. Huh. You know, which, yeah. which great sign on the wall? Yeah, <laughs> make, yes. make America skate again. Skate again. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I got I got reminiscent about like, oh man, I need to go to a roller rink. Uh, I, I used to go to the what was it called, uh, Nina? I forget Ridge the name. Runner. Uh, Ridge Runner. That's Ridge it. Runner. I knew it was a something runner. I couldn't remember the first word. Ridge Runner Roller Rink, man. Many a Friday night. Yeah, I remember growing up out at the Ridge Runner. We had a cow skate, and they had Dime Wednesdays, and you would have to call in and find out what year Dime to bring in, and that's what what got you in. So you'd call up, and it'd be oh. like a 1972. You're scrambling through your dimes trying to find a 1972 so you can get that, <laughs> that Wednesday <laughs> night entry. Was that in Sacramento or was that in Rona Yeah, Park? Sacramento. 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 Oh, I didn't know it was a chain. I thought there was just that one cow skate I don't in know. Park. I don't know if it's a chain or they just – But there's at least two. It's a very There's at least two. 
Yeah, but I mean, it's it's I mean, it's an easy name for for a skate rink, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, in California, anyway. But yeah, yeah, right, right, exactly. <laughs> Cal Skate in Oregon did not do well. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> or you know, New Mexico. Right, exactly. Um, Here, here's the funny thing. Uh, Claire went to a roller skating party last year for a friend. And oh, yeah. uh, when when they were playing like Jay Giles and the guys like, oh, yeah, they, right. they love the music from the 90s. 100 percent true. They played music. From, they were playing the music Gosh. from the 90s in the roller rink. And I was like, exactly. The 80s, the 80s and 90s. And I was like, well, you can't skate to the shit they today. Doing this? And, that, and, that, and that's that's all I can think. Like, like, well, you know, Taylor Swift is popular, but she doesn't she hasn't got that kind of swing. Yeah. Beat, like <laughs> you can't skate to mumble rap. It doesn't work. I've tried. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, Bonnie's just her 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 character just didn't get what she deserves. Uh, I want uh, Davy Jacobs is the actress. Uh, give a shout out to her. She was in uh, what we're gonna cover in uh, two weeks uh, of uh, what if? Or I'm sorry, couple weeks, three weeks. Uh, what if season two? She is another uh, brand new to Marvel. Uh, a um, Native American hero, uh, Kahori. So yes. I don't know if you guys have seen watched uh, season two of What If yet, but it is Not a yet. pretty fabulous uh, series. Season two definitely is is better than season one, uh, but that that episode itself is is really kind of interesting, and, and it's a brand new character. They're not they're not race swapping. They're not gender swapping. It's just fucking fresh off the the presses here's a brand new hero and they they do a really good job with it so so this is um, not she never never before introduced in the comics <clears throat> correct yep introduced in what if and and does a great job and it's another uh she's a native american hey, uh, hey no how's that cocktail doing when it comes to medicinal purposes because it seems like you're coughing a lot <laughs> you know i yeah uh it's oh, it's God. it's making me feel really nice and good my back is not hurting at all that's so good. It, it's that's taking good. care of those but uh, i don't think it's doing anything from a cold funny um but those are those are the main characters that really stand out and then you know we have uh vincent d'onofrio as kingpin the rest are a lot of side characters a lot of young characters of the olders did we talk about Alakwa Cox, who plays Maya? I don't think we did. We actually uh, yeah, we we have said Maya a lot, but we haven't really talked about the actress. Yeah. Um, she, I mean, the interesting so she's thing, actually deaf and actually lost her leg. Yep. Yeah. The character so, in the comics does well, she, not have the leg. Right. Not, that's a right. I, I, I did know. I knew that. But go ahead. Sorry. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. No. That that that's uh, she wanted to. I I don't remember exactly what happened. I remember talking about it a little bit in Hawkeye, but uh, when the the came out for the auditions for this, she's like, "Oh, I know that. That's fucking me, right? Native American, you know, uh, uh, sign language, deaf uh, American." And then she's like, "The only thing is, is you know, I have this ar uh, artificial uh, leg." And so they're like, you know what? We like that. I guess she was even she done some stunt work and everything like that. So she had all the pedigree to do the work. And they're like, you know what? We're just going to make a part of the character and and not try and cover it up. And I thought that right. I, I think it's a good idea. I, I like I like what they've done with it. Um, so much so that I, I, I saw I saw that they were like she auditioned and was like she was perfect for the job. Like she was like, yeah, she's exactly what we're looking for. It doesn't matter that she's you know, we'll figure out how to address that. Right. Well, and that's and I think she even went with them and said, look, you know what? 
can we, can we write this in? Is it, is, is that a no brainer? You know, and, and they kind of thought about it so much so that I think a lot of people actually liked her from Hawkeye that I have a feeling that at some point in the comic, she may lose a leg. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just going to tell her, watch out, like, you know, keep that leg yeah. from swinging pendulums, you know, keep that away from there. It's like Sam well, ja- yeah. Jackson made uh, made his character black, you know, it wasn't before. Right. Right? They kind of right. worked it in a little bit, too, I found very interesting, like the way she at one point. Like, didn't they take her foot off or her foot fell off or something like that? Or oh, when she was when she was uh, <laughs> strong when up. she Take was him. on the train. Oh, and it got her her uh, prosthetic yeah. got caught between the. Right. No, I thought it was. I thought the, they took her foot off when she was held prisoner in the roller. When she was hanging, well, that, yeah, yeah, hanging in the skating yeah, rink or something, yeah. Yeah, but the the way they kind of played played it in a little bit was yeah. was pretty cool. You know, it was well, like they did a lot with it. This, I mean, they gave us how she lost her foot, right? Horrible fucking scene with with her losing her mother. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. If, well, if, right. if anybody else got yeah. a tear, but that but that was rough. Um, you know, and that's that, close to your heart. I mean, I didn't. I mean, it's <laughs> it's you know, I, I I was a little sad, but I I was thinking about you and like, wow, I wonder how this is hitting them, but. <laughs> Yeah, no, so it, it that was rough. Um, so, yeah, it, but I, it gave us how she lost her leg, which I thought was great because a lot of times they just gloss over that. And, but then, yes, we get a lot of other things where, you know, I thought this is, this is <laughs> to me, I thought was really clever is she he, she gets her leg damaged and she goes to, to Scully, right? And all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, he's the Native American fucking Iron Man. He's just gonna be in there creating shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, he's like, oh, let everybody throw this together, and like, he fucking makes her a leg in like, you know, twenty minutes. Yeah. Um, just now, do we know her character? Was her character born deaf and without a leg, or was no, it? That's what. You know, that's what Noah said a second ago. He, that the, the character was. She lost not. the leg in the car accident. Just yeah. in the series, no, 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 though, in not real the, life. I'm saying in real life. Uh, no, oh. she uh, she was oh. born deaf. But I think she she had a, an infection. Something oh, happened. Okay. And she had an infection that they had to take her, uh, her gotcha. leg. Into okay. Me. Yeah. Okay. Scully whips out this leg, but he also he adds this little, you know, knife in the front of the toe, which I thought was great when you discover that when she finally. Yeah. It's like, oh, good. That's good. She has a little something up her sleeve a little bit, her upper right. toe. You know. And- yeah. And it wasn't, and it wasn't perfect right out of the gate. He's like, "This is just a prototype. Right. You have to come right. back for the yeah. real one." Yeah. But, well, that's yeah. very much like Daredevil. Wasn't that like, you know, when Daredevil was getting the the suit? kind of armor suit? It was kind of like there was a little seemed like there was a little hit or miss or a little evolution of it. If I don't read, I think there was an evolution too because the suit was not well received when it first premiered at the very last episode of season one. So they had oh, to make right. a flaw in it so they can go redesign it a little bit and try to make it yeah. a little bit more. But there was an evolution to, to the suit too, though, right? Huh? Yeah, yeah, there was yeah, there an was. evolution to the suit as well. Yeah, yeah. He came back and said, "I need this," uh, which was another great character in the Daredevil. Um, I, the suit I, maker, whatever yeah. his name was. And he's a, he's an actual yeah. character from the comics too, which was was really cool. Yeah. Um, but no, so this this you know, this series had a lot of potential, and oh, and so and missed on <laughs> and and missed on so much, and and I think a lot of it had to do with they 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 reached for the stars because they really wanted to put Nofrio in this, and they're like, oh, he's going to be the big draw, and I was like, you know what, that really probably hurt this show because you had to force the the story that you gave us and it's really 
it didn't make a lot of sense. Uh, there's um, writers out there that could have done it, though. I, I just think this suffered from very, very adolescent writing. It just it seemed like, you know, well, you, there you was, talk about there rewatching was it. This is something that I, I, I don't know, you can condense down to a to a 45 minute show well, and, and hopefully, yeah. you know, make it a little bit more palatable. It just seemed like there was so much right. dry space and 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 contradictions where you just like, no, that doesn't really fly, or at least it, it was frustrating yeah. at times for we, me. We um, talk about this every time, but they keep making them shorter and we still say they're too long. Like, <laughs> it was only five episodes. Yeah. And we're like, it could have yeah. been pared down a little bit. Like, and you're like, you know, first we're like 13 episodes should be pared down, then it's 11 episodes. Well, it's and this like, way of kind of five trying episodes to cover up a little too long. I think but, we need to pare it down a little I, bit. I think yeah, we're trying to say, I, if you get rid of all the stuff that sucks and you're just left with the good stuff, but then you're still not going to have a story that makes any sense. So it's really not, yeah. Yeah. you really got to come up with something that is is more narrative driven that, you know, that makes more sense to these characters. And there are writers out there that can pull that shit off. And they just have a have a you know, aren't finding them right now. Yep. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think this could have been six episodes. I, I, think, I think it. I think it. it hurt six half hour episodes. I, I think, what do you mean? It's. I don't think it could. No. <laughs> it needed more story. There, there was missing stuff. It needed in more it story. That... There were, like you said, there were there were characters who were kind of left out in the cold and just kind of forgotten. Um, you know, I think they they were kind of just like they were using it's it's kingpin for short shorthand for there's just this evil that we need to take care of. And, you know, like they just assumed we'd know who he was and that he was bad without kind of getting into. I don't know. It just yeah. a lot of stuff. I, I, I hear what you're saying, that it did seem like things were missing. But I don't know if you've got, if you've got a story that isn't working adding more isn't going to fix it it's just because because to me there just seemed to yeah, be maybe. so many so many dry spots of this that, i understand uh, what you're saying steve but i think what was missing was the they 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 kept the big beats but they they cut out all the stuff that tied it together so if they had some of that ties in there that probably would have helped it okay and that's where i think i adding a little bit like i don't know where you add i like i said i would have i would have liked more backstory of the interaction of the community in, in Maya and, uh, you know, Bonnie and Maya up to why, you know, maybe even throw in some of the fucking the, the you know, her ignoring the text and Bonnie on their side, like, you know, yeah. show us her pleading, you know, like, like, let me help you, you know, show us, give us something to, they, to grip onto a little bit to, seems, to really care about that. It seems like with these stories, when when they're creating them, they've got to come up with a solid story foundation. It's not true, just true. it's not just like okay, this is the premise because this has a very strong premise. You know, it's got a lot of culture in it. It's got a lot of really interesting characters, and they're going back home. It just it seems like it would be good, but then you got to come up with a story arc and have a strong foundation. And then you start writing the scenes and fill it all in, but you've got to maintain that foundation once you've discovered what it really is. And to me, it didn't seem like it really ever, if they did have a foundation, I don't know what it was. And so adding more episodes, unless you have that foundation, uh, I don't know if it's going to help. Or maybe they cut out some of that foundation and uh, and, it, and it faltered. Um, and that can happen when, when you know the higher ups come in and say, hey, change this all around. This is the plan. <laughs> You know, and and the only way of cutting is you cut foundation. And you just 
you know, you add a train se- sequence so you can get some action in there. So, so, so I'm looking at the writers for this, and there's a lot of writers with very little experience. Yeah. Or their experience is on very specific things, a lot of younger kind of stories, almost Disney-ish kind of uh, kid stories. Mm-hmm. So that might have hurt this a little bit. Um, and I don't mean this to sound sexist. A lot of women, you know, that, you know, I wonder if it was a, I don't want to throw this out there too, like, harshly, but, you know, diversity hires that, like, maybe maybe shoot for a little bit better people rather than just... Uh. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm just yeah. saying, we're talking about bad writing. Somebody's mother is shouting right now, you know. <laughs> I, I'm sure I'm sure they are, but I'm, like, I'm just saying, it's like, well, everybody I, said the writing on this you, is, and I'm looking yeah, at but the you're, writing. You're, you are jumping to a conclusion that women equal lesser writing, so I, I don't know if that's No, no, fair. I'm okay. What, no, no, what I'm saying is is, is if, there's a lot the, of writers with a lot of li- little experience, so they were hired. I, I get know, that. It is it is fair to say that in 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 a entertainment males have been more dominant so you're not going to get as much experience with with females so it it it's it's there, I, there's something I'm, that you're you're battling yeah. against the perception of lack of lack of uh you know lack of uh what of, I'm of, saying is get get a good balance between experience and inexperience so the inexperience can learn from the experience. And this is, has a lot of very inexperience, and I think it shows in the writing is what I was trying to say. And I don't want to, I didn't want this to sound like I was picking on women. I'm just saying that also I had heard that this they, they hired women specifically for diversity because it's a women-led story. And I'm like, I'm not trying to I say mean, that women can't write. I'm not saying that at all. Are, there, are, there are really good women yes. writers. Yes. They just didn't I, I, hire any. <laughs> that, that's kind of what I was trying to say. I, like I said, I didn't want this to sound like I was picking on women. Uh, and it's, you know, personally, I'm just saying, get good. I mean, find the best woman writer. Get some get some of the women that wrote comics, right? Get in there and, and yeah. you know, but that's what I mean. Is there's a lot of, I'm just looking at some of these. And, and it's not just, there, there are men writers on this too. I, and I'm and, just saying. You know, but, a lot of times in like series where there have been characters that, that continue to be developed, characters will have their own writer that kind of goes along with them. Like I could see Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin may have a a writer in Disney that just kind of, you know, looks at the script and says, no, Kingpin (laughs) wouldn't do this and try to kind of tailor it so that it's something that is more plausible for the, for the fans out there to keep a certain continuity. I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. I'm certainly, certainly this is, this is a a spotlight feature, lower budget. You're not going to get as much, um, but, uh, head, but it, head writer on this was mm-hmm. Amy Rarden. Okay. Right. She's known for Echo. That's her, her biggest deal. Next was the, the second version of Charmed, which was like just uh, <laughs> a couple years ago. Uh, Jane the Virgin and a bunch of other like. <laughs> Jane the Virgin. Real, I mean, <laughs> but it's like a lot of like these happy, silly kind of kind of designed for young women but I don't think that's what this story needed. Do you know what I mean? And she's the head writer. So I'm going to put a lot of this on her shoulders that I think that she didn't, she doesn't have the chops to write this kind of the gritty grounded, you know, series. I I think it's, I think it's very possible, but it's also very not possible. You know, we're dealing with an industry that is very male dominated. Producers coming down and putting the, (laughs) I know, but. I mean, we're getting wildly speculative here. There's, yes. Oh, there's true, true. How many, 
there's how many writers and none of us were in the writer's room. It could have been multiple things. I'll tell you, because there were some things this show did really well. Like yes. they hired a lot of hired a lot of people from the Choctaw Nation and did a got well, really yeah, they, deep into the into the culture and, and, and things like that. And I thought that was really, really well done. And that so, was. And that wasn't and I mean that was that was part I mean I don't want to say it wasn't part of the story. It was part of the grounding of what this was. It was it was the backdrop, right? It was. You're, you're it was talking what about this was the, the past culture, like how they kind of introduced the. Well, no, the just origin. just the chalk, like the, the yeah, the, like they they Everything. went and the, got the entire tribe involved. They had the chiefs and I, and, and I, special I, people. I went and watched some of the stuff. The the Choctaw Nation actually has a page dedicated to Echo that talks all oh, about really? what they put into this. And I what? went and read that, and they talked to a lot of people. It's the ground. That's what it was built on, right? That's the foundation, and that was great. Well, so you know what I mean? yeah, so one of the things that really disappointed me in the big final episode, where they had the 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 whole celebration, the powwow, powwow. It, 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 I thought to me, it was so flat and so dull, and I I really felt it was. It was well, that's kind of they didn't use it. it was an insult to probably what it really is. Maybe it was the filmmaking, but it just felt so. Well, if you so think about like it, all the stuff that they did with it, right? They show them coming in, they're they're dancing in their uni- their their their. I don't want to call them costumes, but they're they get their clothing and stuff. Uh, all and that attire, was sure, yeah. Attire that was all really good, and then they pull up, pull away to the bad guys or the the action and the different things where it's not Choctaw related where it could be anywhere it could be in a you know a parking lot in walmart some other place it wasn't related to that then it, yeah and then they show a little bit about it like okay let's talk about the scene you know we get the echoes of the the mothers before and the the ancestors we get the the um stick ball game right which apparently yes. is the uh is a actual game that's still played today but it was it was originally there uh is the oldest field game in the united or in this uh, uh, North America, it, it's it's grounded as the 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 oldest field game in in North America, and so that that was really powerful, and that was that was the Choctaw people saying this is how we do it, this is what it is, and so that was exciting because they stuck with it and they gave us all of that. They didn't pull aside to show two people talking in a in a tent about you know whatever. That's what we got at that final episode, and I agree with you, Steve. There were some parts of it that were great, and then all of a sudden it felt really flat. Yeah. And I do I think agree that's that, where it that, was. that that uh, that game they played in episode three or what you know when when they're they're playing that native game that was really exciting and and there was a lot of sweat and blood on the on the field <laughs> that you got to really feel a part of and and uh, so that but I didn't feel that yeah, with I, most of the series. I, I thought all the the like historical flashback sequences mm-hmm. were were really good. I liked the. The light horsemen, mm-hmm. and those are all based in real Oakley type real, thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's. Yeah. I mean, that's based in real in real history for them. That 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 the light horsemen were the Native American um, authority or law enforcement, right? And that's what they did. And I don't know directly if there was a woman that was wanting to be one. I don't. I don't know if that's hundred percent accurate, but I mean, it works for this story. I mean, because it's, the it's not outside the realm of possibility. Oh, know? not at all. Not at and, all. I mean, I, I'm not saying that. I just don't and, know if that's actual part of the story. I, I don't know for a fact. Yeah. And and I I thought all that was done really well. It was done with a lot of respect and, uh, and sensitivity. And mm-hmm. 
I just, yeah, I think I don't, I, I don't know if that's where they put their energy and, and weren't able to give the rest of the story that much, or I don't know, but it's, it's like the actual story was neglected in favor of the building of <laughs> right. the, the culture, the cultural background, which was fascinating, but it wasn't a documentary about the Choctaw in America. And mm. unfortunately, <laughs> No, but they 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 dealt with a lot of. I mean that that opening, that's that's part of the mythology. That's part oh, of yeah. their actual uh, beginning mythology, and I thought that was great. The the yeah. the the stickball game. That is literally how they decided. They call it the the little brother of war because that is literally what they used it for was to decide things that you would normally go to war for instead of we're going to play this game. And uh, I I was reading about that. They said the fields could be as little as a hundred yards apart. Or a hundred miles apart. Oh wow! Like the, the goals. The goals. Yeah. The goals. Yeah. And I was and, like, oh, wow. my God damn! Could you imagine playing like a one on like a five mile <laughs> field? Like, God damn, that's a lot of running. Yeah. And yeah. you got you got to admit, all these all these cultural flashbacks really had a great payoff. You mentioned how the character Echo didn't. You know, this is different than the actual comic. It was in here. Yes. It was more about an echo of the of the cultural past or these these characters, and so that really created a good payoff in the end when they put that all together and and they all kind of stood behind her when she was facing off against Kingpin. Yeah. Um, I, again, I don't think the execution was quite right, but but it it yeah. It, the sharing some... of the powers is a little weird too. Like, oh, touch my hand, and now all of a sudden you got him too. I thought that was I was like. I, well, like reverse, that's... it's like a reverse uh, Kitty Pride, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, that's that's Rose, superhero Rose, power right, for yes. you. That's that's how it works. I don't think the execution in the directing was was very. It, yeah. it didn't feel very exciting. It, it, but but I did like the payoff where suddenly these characters reemerged in the end, and you got to right. see how why we were seeing these flashbacks. It made it made more sense, and it really tied that character with with the name Echo together. You know, it made yeah, it, they it definitely find, did a good job that with nicely. that. Um, one of the other things. So I I, I know we we skipped over you, Bo, earlier when we you wanted to talk about it. We'll get back to it. I'm sure. I well, I'm I'm kind of there because there was it made me started thinking like one of the other major action scenes was the train, right? And this was a chance like we got oh, yeah. we got some really fun stuff, but then it was also like oh that was bad that that was bad. And one of the things that made me like I just I was like that was so dumb was the truck running behind the train for her to jump on it. I was like, just <laughs> jump off the train, have the truck pull up next to you. You're less likely to get hurt just jumping off the train and then having the truck pull up next to you. And yeah. I was just like, and the other thing was the whole hanging underneath and cutting the saw. And I'm like, uh, I don't know if that's possible. There's, there's just, there was some stuff in there. I was like, God, you guys had such a chance to do some really cool stuff. And you kind of went for like the JV team cool stuff. Yeah. I was just like, I don't no. know. Uh, I just, you know, and I know yeah. you had, that was one that was in my brain. It was like, oh, so cool. Could have been. And then kind of just. Mine's a little deeper than that. <laughs> um, so there's a scene, I think it was episode four. There's a, maybe it was episode five. There's a part where Maya says to Fisk, she signs to him, that you're so selfish or something. Mm. I'm maybe paraphrasing. Oh, yeah. I'm like. I'm like, you're the most selfish person in this entire fucking show right now. <laughs> like, you, she, you calling someone selfish is bullshit. 
Although she's so selfish. she had a great point. I loved how she called him out on the fact that, you know, you want to be my you didn't even learn you to can't sign. even learn my language. Instead, you come up with this right. no, really kind of cool technology gizmo. It's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Know, right? That but is yeah, pretty cool. He wouldn't, even, he wouldn't even learn one valid. sign. I agree. I agree. Yeah. That's very valid. But she's, but she's you're right. the you're most right. selfish person in the whole story. You, you, like you, she runs you, away. She stays away. She comes back. She does whatever and she wants to do when she wants to do it. And doesn't reach out to anybody else through the entire thing. So, And that's yeah. part of her maturity level because she's still kind of stuck in this childhood trauma. That's part of her adolescent. And, uh, and, mm. and I I think that's I what they well, kind of created with this character. Well, okay, but, but okay, wait, 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 wait. Her childhood, right, she, that was when she was a kid, right? That was when she lost her mom. Yes. But then they show her later on. She's not stuck with – she's not caught up with her mom She's hung up with her dad being killed, and she was an adult by then. Yeah, she's, but she's she kind of early twenties. I guess maybe I'd have to watch Hawkeye again, but I got the impression she kind of was following no, kind she's, of in her dad's footsteps, or did she? Yeah, um, but I mean, but that's she was adult by then. She was no, definitely. Oh, I'm not talking her, about her age. I'm talking about her her maturity. Well, but I mean, you. <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, this is to me what they're trying to tell us is that is that I don't that's that's the character she's brought back home is this adolescent I, I think stuck in the past. A little bit, okay, I think Bo hit a little tighter. Is is she's a little more selfish? She's a oh, little yeah. bit about uh, it's, it's more about me rather yeah. well, than I, rather I, than I, stuck I, in this uh, adolescent uh, fit. I no, think it's I, more, I, she's just to a me, I think person. I think selfishness is a is 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 spot on when it comes to adolescent immaturity. So. Um, also but, clearly so oblivious. I, so I, I think I was kind of agreeing somebody with somebody else. Self, just, yeah. yeah. Also somewhat oblivious because she's calling somebody else selfish and not realizing <laughs> she herself is selfish. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. No. So, it's it, yeah. And which which makes the final payoff not as worth it. Like that that final yeah. when they're all at the 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 lunch and bar- barbecue together. You're like, ooh, did you really deserve that? I know. You put all these people in danger <laughs> Sam, and right. really that just going to say, oh, come on in and we'll make you some, some meat. Yeah, I know. Uh, everybody else deserve it. I don't know about you. Um, yeah, that's interesting. It will, and it'll be interesting to see how it comes out because where do you think we'll see Echo again? I mean, or do you think we'll see Echo again? Oh, it's, yeah, I think so. How is but it where? Avengers? I mean, I was surprised. Yeah, what, I mean, it's got I like a 75% like, on Rotten Tomato. It seems like it's only audience- 6.1. It's only six point one on IMDb. Yeah, which you know is that's lower than low. you'd like to see it. Okay, that's pretty low for IMDb. I mean, it's it, you like got, you're looking you got... in the seven point two is like worth you know watchworthy, you know. Okay. But Kelly and I, Kelly and I's wheelhouse is like six point seven. There's like yeah. a lot of movies we'll watch on like a Saturday morning, and we're like, oh, six point five. This is perfect. <laughs> What's well, funny, you know, I always I always look at this and it's like I throw out the tens and I throw out the ones, which usually are, you know, pretty high. You got these people that just love it because they're going to love no matter what. And then they're going to people that are going to hate on no matter what. But this is a really usually you'll get a lot of strong nines in, in some of these marvels that, in, that are kind of believable. Those are the people that eight to nines. This one really eight to nines are low and then seven and six stick out. So this is kind of mid range for a lot of people. Um, so I see I can. I get it. I don't. I actually. Average. <laughs> right. I think this is yeah. better than uh, Secret Invasion for sure. Um, yeah, oh, me too. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? This this is kind of like where Moon Knight sits, where it's like there were some good parts. I think it's better some, than Moon Knight. Not much, more. but I think it's better than Moon Knight. See, I disagree. I think Moon Moonlight was more. But but boy, I, both of them were flawed. So it's yeah, it's it's tough. I, I, this is I a Moon Knight. 
Yeah, I would I would know. I'd put it solidly like right in the same basket. Like there was some stuff that was really interesting. Um it's it wasn't so bad that I'm like I never want to see this <laughs> right. again. But it there there's I gotta take the room that for improvement and improve. Yeah. <laughs> right. What if you take like, away I mean, episode one, Noah? Where do you put it? Oh that oh uh it's down it's it's below Moon Knight Den. Yeah. I mean episode one carried this because like I, I yeah. literally was like after I watched the first episode and I only watched one, I only had time to watch one and I was like, fuck, this is gonna be good. I was so excited. And then I watched like I think I watched two and three together and I was like, huh, well, maybe maybe it'll come through in the end. And then I watched the next two and I was like, like a day later and I was like, Oh. Okay. Well, I mean it's <laughs> But one one started off so strong. Although I do the one problem I do have with the episode one, and it's only because I'm one of those completists and and because uh, they use so much re reusing of footage from Hawkeye of like her fighting and her like I mean like absolute the exact same scenes. It wasn't even reshot. And this is coming like, from similar. someone who's seen Hawkeye how many times? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm about 10 now. Okay. I've I mean, only seen I, it once. So I didn't, I mean, I was, I, curi- I was curious if they actually got uh, Jeremy Renner and to come back and reprise. I watched it three times this year for Christmas. <laughs> here's the thing. I think that might've been the problem. Cause like all the, the daredevil footage was new. Right. And but they couldn't get Jeremy. And not only back. that, I, I thought I thought that scene was shot really. It was shot like Daredevil. It was all one long scene. Yeah, and yeah. They brought in the choreographers but, from Daredevil to help with that, probably. Yeah, probably. But no, but yeah, oh, think, go ahead, Nina. Sorry. I think I think if Jeremy Renner hadn't been in that terrible accident, they might have had tried new. to shoot some stuff. Yeah, I Possibly. think it would have yeah. like from another perspective or 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 something like that. Even if it was very brief, but I think yeah, he just was not available. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, you were saying about uh, totally went out of my head. <laughs> I'll think of it. Sorry. Take a drink. Mind. Oh, yeah, HIV. No HIV. I actually have been. I think drinking less than you guys. I only made one drink, and I'm still working on my beer. So, but uh, oh. I. Uh, it was uh, HMP. You were talking about Hawkeye, and I just I'm I'm catch up. I'm actually almost done with the entire series, so I'm I'm a couple yeah, episodes yeah. from being complete. But uh, one thing that they said about Hawkeye was that they weren't really they didn't really like it as much because when you watch it live, like now it makes sense. You can watch it around Christmas and all that. Yeah. it's like very Christmassy. Hero movie podcast though, HMP. Yeah, yeah. Hero movie okay, podcast. thank you. I'm sorry. I was yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. I was caught on that. I had to. Okay. Yeah. So they, um, but they said that they yeah. were disappointed that it didn't finish up before Christmas. Right. Yeah, I remember that, and and, and it was the case. Uh, and I do but remember it was a that. Christmas thing, and it all culminated at Christmas. But Christmas had happened like two or three weeks before. In, I think it was only one week. I think it was uh, only the last episode that ended up the day after Christmas or like a well, week I'll after check, Christmas. But go ahead. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, uh, but no, you're right. But it's one of those things is I still watch. I, I mean, I remember that when it first came out, I watched that series at least twice. That first, like yeah. within that first, you know, finish yeah. of it all. And I don't know how and why I ended up watching it so much this season, but I did. I watched it three times through. Uh, just cause I was like, I, you know, I was in the mood to watch Christmas oh. stuff and, and it came up 
and I was like, oh shit, that's fucking. I, and there's I, I so watch. much. There's charisma in that series. Yeah. it's just it's 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 fun to watch Jeremy Renner and and you know the the characters kind of are are fun. This is a tougher one because the characters are more in <laughs> a mood. They're in a mood, and so they, you know, you're. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It it is. It, it doesn't. Maya is hard to like. I mean, if Biscuits yeah. wasn't in this, and maybe Scully wasn't in this, I don't know if there's a likable character. Well, the, yeah. I, I guess. I guess. Uh, you know, un- the uncle. Uh, the uh, what was it? Henry. Uh, I was trying to think of what his middle name. Uh, Black Black Crow. He he was very likable in a way too. But it was like th- there's there's just not a like a lot of likable characters i did enjoy the uh we didn't talk about you talked about kingpin and if they had a side villain they did have that side villain that came in the one that kind of shot the bazooka at the end into the air oh, yeah and i i did i did enjoy some of his deliveries he was a very um unlikable villain right because he's he, he just seems like a douche uh <laughs> he's very comic booky in that like 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 this guy would never get to this level of of being in charge of well unless you just have a whole I mean he's kind of like <laughs> they should have sent the tracksuits they I really should have I liked the, the performance is what I what I'm saying I, mean, I thought he was <laughs> I I saw a guy on YouTube who speculated that he was actually and his little gang were uh actual characters from the comics who were oh. like um bullseye's people Oh, okay. Mm. I, yeah. So, but it, it, you know, they. There's they rumors never he's coming the back. Show, so, he, yeah. There's rumors that uh, Bullseye's going to be in the the new uh, Daredevil. So, what'd you find out yeah. there, Bo? Uh, it actually was December twenty second was the final episode. So, those guys are liars. You're an yes. executive producer, straighten their asses out. <laughs> <laughs> I might I might have to do that. I might have to get on there on uh, on uh, the Patreon and let them. Know. Yeah, I have seven episodes left, and I'm nice. caught up. And then, oh, I'll cool. start, then I'll start Patreon donations if I think it's worth it. <laughs> they're, they're, they got a pre-show, pre-show, post-show that I think is worth it. And then, they do? Uh, okay. They do, they, they do a thing called a dinger zone, which is... Uh, yeah, I've heard about that. I mean, go, obviously I've heard it. I've listened to four it's like a, it's like a, Noah. I know everything they have with the Patreon. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's, it's like a half hour. It's usually like a half hour long of them just talking yeah. about... It's like, it's like hanging out with your buddies. Nice. Real cool show. I mean, uh, yeah, like I said... It's a good show. It's a great show. I really uh, do if, like it. If there's any any show better than ours, it's got to be them, right? So, <laughs> if there is, if it's possible, if it's possible, yeah. Uh, so um, so uh, it's going to be interesting when I when I do sign up. They're going to like, do you want to plug anything? And you know, I'll be going straight to the <laughs> right, right. season plug, um, and we'll see how that goes. Yeah, no, that'll be fun. It'll be good. Yeah, I th- I, I would definitely say it's worth it. I I mean, I don't mind spending my money. I even sent them an email the other day saying that. Like it, it's the best twenty dollars I spend every month. Do they so. reply? Yeah, yeah, I do hear from them every once in a while. Oh, nice. Uh, I follow, I follow um, uh, on on TikTok too, and see uh, see them there and stuff like that. So wait, no, it, it, I, I wasn't aware of this. You're a fourteen year old girl. Yes, yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and because of my weight gain, I got the boobs to prove it. <laughs> uh. No, you know, I uh, I can't even remember how I got on TikTok. But once again, my TikTok feed is a lot of um, ridiculous p- political shit and kittens. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Uh, yeah, no, kittens follow me everywhere, and yes, if, if my wife wouldn't stop me, I would have a, an army of them, so wow. it's all good. <laughs> all right. Um, well, if I didn't if I didn't have a full time job, I'd probably have about seven dogs too. So, I yeah, I, dogs are fun and all, but they just don't beat kittens. So, well, anyhow, okay. <laughs> um, back into this show. I don't know if there's anything. When else you when you uh, when you spoon with your uh, kitten, are you the big spoon or the little spoon? I'm just wondering because <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay uh, either way. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm okay either way. That's there's a whole comedy routine. You can find it online. It's a guy who's comparing. He's like. I take offense to you comparing me to other dog people because I have a Great yeah. Dane and you might have a Chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and the woman in the audience goes, I have a Chihuahua. And he goes, okay, well, let me ask you this. Has your Chihuahua ever given you a concussion? <laughs> <laughs> nice. When you, when you spoon, are you the big spoon or the little spoon? <laughs> and, and with a great Dane, you're like, whatever they want. Whatever they want. Exactly. <laughs> if the neighbor growing up and they had a great Dane, and that's every Halloween, we'd always ask where the dog slept, and it was wherever he wants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm not sure if there's too much else to talk about, Echo. Uh, yeah, uh, I can't uh, think of anything. What, what, about the, uh, what about the finale scene, the sequence in the jet? We get Kingpin watching oh, I, I mean no it was kind of a it was kind of a dud but it's basically kind of trying to get us ready for daredevil reborn i'm assuming that well it was definitely a dud um and yeah it was like okay so you beat up your jet big deal uh well no you, but he yeah, you show your temper. well okay that is definitely that was like an, i thought that was like more of an after credit but yeah that that's is what, that's what i'm referring to credit. Yeah. that's what we were talking i think that's what yeah. he's talking about the after credit that is setting up um for sure, that is setting up uh, a lot of stuff. I think it, I think he's going to become kind of uh, the Thanos of the street level characters, right? We may see him dealing with Spider Man. We're going to see, you know, we got Luke Cage coming back. We got well, Jessica Jones in the coming comics. Back. He's with Spider Man a lot, right? He was originally a Spider Man villain, and yeah, in, that's what I thought. But just uh, he, that hasn't happened in the MCU no. yet, has it? No, I no. But I'm I'm thinking we're going to see. I yeah. think we're going to see an introduction with with Kingpin is going to become like the Thanos of kind of like uh, maybe even some of the movies back into a lot of these series. Uh, Daredevil, like I said, we're getting Luke Cage back. We're getting Jessica Jones. Iron Fist is up in the air. Whether it's a recast or Calling Wing takes a spot, I really hope it's not just a straight Calling Wing becomes Iron Fist. I hope they. I would fucking rather just have a recast because I think the Iron Fist uh, character is really good in his interaction with with Luke Cage, uh, and I think Calling Wing was was good on her own. But uh, there's talks okay. about all those guys coming back, and and uh, D'Onofrio's uh, Kingpin is going to be that Thanos for those in ground level yeah. characters. So. I think, and it all revolves around him being mayor, which is also part of the comics, right? They're, they're yeah. pulling from real sources. Oh, it was? Oh, I didn't know that was in the comics. Yeah. A lot um, of Daredevil. Talking about, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, I I would be, I think that's a wonderful idea because Vincent D'Onofrio's performance is absolutely terrifying. Right. And, you know, and when you're talking this about, one wasn't as terrifying. This one was more like, this mm, no. Put down the drink, Uncle. I mean, uh, you need to get back to yourself. <laughs> I mean, it had its moments, though. When he had, uh, when he decided to uh, dismiss the. Oh, that interpreter. yeah, that was that was ruthless, and I'll give you. And I almost, I almost thought that wasn't needed. I thought, I mean, I understand what they were trying to do and show, but it was also kind of like, can't you just be intimidated enough to say, like, look, 
you don't fucking say anything. And people are so scared that they don't fucking say anything. Like everybody that works, everybody that starts to come work for you and dies, like pretty soon people are going to be like, hey, yeah, don't work for that dude. Everybody that goes works for him from chefs to fucking interpreters to, you know, right. someone that, that, comes that, in that was brutal. The interpreter. Like, yeah, like what does she know? Yeah. What does she know? She talked to your daughter or your, your, your yeah. niece. You didn't say anything like, hey, remember when I had you kill all those crime lords? Right. Yeah. So now we have to kill her. So she, because she could tell. No, she didn't hear anything that was that brutal. Like that was a I little mean, much. Yep. I understand what you're assume, saying. You can assume she did, because I mean, she sent he sent Echo to like go kill people. But why? You know? Why doesn't he have to kill all the people that kill people for him then? Because they know all the same shit. Maybe he. Yeah, will. but. I mean, if they if they cross him, maybe he I mean, will. He has, no, no, I mean, all she had to all he had. What would have been even better is like if he just stood up in front of her and said, "You don't remember anything from here, and if you ever say anything, then then I'd have been like, oh, that was terrifying." But just having his henchman kill her, I was kind of like, "Come on, man, that that Dexter Laboratory bullshit ain't gonna." F-. I mean, that it was it's just like pretty soon nobody's working for not you. Dexter's Laboratory, Dexter uh, the Dexter, show, right? Yeah, yeah, Dexter. yeah. Sorry, I was like Dexter's Laboratory, the cartoon. Like, yeah, what you he's still <laughs> people left and right. What Dexter's Laboratory? He never killed anybody that I know of. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know. That subtext was there. It was pretty. It was pretty <laughs> but you know what I mean? It was. It was like it I know, was a little yeah, overboard. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. It was Just a little overboard. Caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little overboard and I, I I remember that scene and I didn't I didn't feel I didn't feel like he was like, oh my god, he's so menacing. I was kinda like, fuck, he's a fucking asshole. Like that was that was uncalled for. Like if he would have intimidated her, like just before she left, like she's getting ready to leave and she's like, wait, 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 hold on. And then he stands, you know, he just puffs up in front of her and says, Look, you remember nothing from here, you say nothing from here, or you know, whatever. Then I'd have been like, oh fuck. Yeah. Then I would have been like, damn, he's menacing. But yeah. otherwise I was like, he's a punk bitch. And that's how I felt when he was with when he was talking with Maya, I was like, I mean, I get it. They were trying to make him the softer side of, you know, sure. Kingpin. Yeah. But it was also kind of like, ooh, you really you, you kind of neutered him. So nice. that 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 was my feeling on it. And I know a lot of other people talked about that too, about like was was D'Onofrio was the the kingpin in this? Was he the same kingpin from Daredevil? No. Well, th- that's where I say like he almost needs his own writer to someone to keep the yeah. continuity with his character. Well, you know? he's kind of. I mean, what and, he was in Daredevil was was what you said, uh, Nina. He was intimidating. He was powerful. He was like when he beat that dude's head with the car door. You're like, oh, oh. fuck. Well, yeah, when he beat know, up the yeah. hot dog guy or the ice cream guy in the alley. I mean, that yeah. was pretty. That was good. Yeah, you know? that was, pretty that, intense. That was that was that was actually. That was, that was Fisk. Yes. And the the fact that I thought it was really brilliant that then she comes over and kicks. Uh, she comes over. Yeah, she comes over and his thought first thought is like, oh. how, how am I going to explain this? What's she going to yeah. say? And she kicks, kicks the guy him. a couple right. times. And it's like, yeah. that was that was a brilliant scene. Well, that yeah. was a brilliant scene. He is my little girl. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's where I was like, and that was early on. And this is where I think something happened in the writing where something thing got cut someone took a different direction um it, it, yeah that was but yeah i 
This wasn't the this wasn't the kingpin from or wasn't a hundred percent the kingpin from Daredevil, but neither was a Hawkeye one. He was a little subdued. He was a little. I mean, he was on vacation. He was wearing you know Hawaiian shirts in that one. So <laughs> that was comic was book bit, accurate though. So. <laughs> right, yeah. right. But I mean, it was it was that's his vacation time. You know, it's, it's the holidays. He's not he's not a, a hardcore asshole all the time. He takes the time off during the holidays. Um, so uh, this you know it. <sighs> I hope they get back to. I, I hope they bring back some of the writers from the original Daredevil series and yeah. say, "Look, you know what? You guys did magic. Do that shit again." Because well, and, and maybe this last yeah. week's shakeup, where they decided to just kind of scrap what they were doing and start over and go back to the old Netflix ways, yeah. is a good sign. I mean, it, it's kind of scary when they do it in the middle of the production, but uh, yeah, I mean, they already had like seven or eight episodes already done, and now they're going to redo it. <laughs> but I would rather them do it right, you know. Yeah. Uh, we've seen we've seen some other stuff where I mean, what was it? It was uh, DC scrapped the Batwoman, Batgirl. I can't remember which one it was. They had it. They had it shot. Yeah, Batgirl. They had the whole film yeah. done. Oh, really? And, and they the and thing? they just and they yeah. decided to just scrap it. They you'll like, never see it for insurance reasons. They can't release it. Yep. There's some what clips out there. Insurance reasons. Yeah. Because uh, they they, they for, sold for, it or. For it, Ta- it was it's it's taxes. Okay, it's yeah, taxes. They, it, they wrote it, it off it as actually, a loss. There you they go. can write it off as a loss that, that's it. because it would cost more to promote it and distribute it, and they think they would make. I don't think that's. True. I saw some clips from it and I was like, "Fuck, I'd watch this in a heartbeat." Well, it looked better than a lot of the other crap they put out. I'm sure. Brendan, I'm sure you'll find. Frazier, it. I'm sure right? you'll be able to find Frazier. it somewhere. <laughs> you'll be able to I find mean, it somewhere on the on the dark web. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. But the but the the one that really killed me is Coyote versus Acme. Is another one oh. that they're like, yep, we're not live action did, did or cartoon. Have, it was it was going to be like a combination, like Space Jam. Oh, but okay. Have you guys, did you guys ever read that short story? It was in the New Yorker. No. It's real short. It's like three three pages long, but it's like uh, the the short story is just like the Coyote's lawyer. Filing against Acme Corporation for having faulty products that have oh, injured really? his his client, the Coyote, and they were going to have like a whole courtroom drama with the Coyote and oh my god, <laughs> which That's... and the thing is, people Get saw She-Hulk like to be his lawyer. Get She Hulk to be his lawyer. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, but like people who had seen the rough cut were like, "This is hilarious. It's it's really really funny." And but they were like, "Eh, we don't think it'll be a hit." So. Oh. I, you know, I don't, I don't know if I trust all the executives in Hollywood. <laughs> I don't think they understand what people really want. It, you know, it's, know the yeah. problem is, the problem is, there's too many guys. It it wouldn't matter what they were doing as long as they're making money. You know, they could be sure. making shoes or or you know transistor radios or whatever. And it's like, and you got to have people who really who love, who love to do it. Right. right but, yeah. You know. Yeah, I hear you. Too many, too many people just want to make money. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Oh, that's four of us right here. I don't know about you, but <laughs> I want to make some money. So <laughs> I don't mind making money. I I don't want to. I don't want to sell myself out for it. But I don't, well, I don't here's know. the thing. I would I would like to make money, but you know, how much would I have to sell myself out? How much money are we talking about? I mean, that's the real question. <laughs> 20s a 20. I, I don't. 
If I mean, if you want, if you if you want to make some, if you really want to make money, you don't do something as unpredictable as movies. True, you never know true. what's going to happen. You know, you well, sell true. you sell Pepsi, something that people buy all the time. You know, <laughs> Nike shoes. Nike shoes. Coke. One one release Coke we're going to see in 2024 that's a positive is uh, Deadpool three, and that just wrapped production on Wednesday. So oh, nice. uh, I think, or today, awesome. I think. I think yeah. So uh, yeah. that is going to be really good. Will be exciting, yeah, for sure. I am I am reading rumors about that that have me very excited. <laughs> I mean, they've one all been good. Is, the first one was the best, but hopefully this isn't like Hangover Three territory. <laughs> yeah. Well. I I think it has some potential to to go a little too far. I think it has that. I think you know they're gonna they're gonna push all the boundaries. They're gonna have all the cameos. They're gonna. I mean, so it could get to the point where it's like, oh, you sacrifice the story for the hundredth cameo. I have a feeling that there's that potential. But I also know that uh, Ryan really, you know, Ryan Reynolds really knows Deadpool like I think he's he's studied that character so much that he knows what makes a yeah. good Deadpool story and he's gonna find a way to make that work it, and and if you know the Deadpool you know it is comedy first jokes you know and yep. then find some way to throw some action and, and brutalness in it right <laughs> yeah for sure excited about that though definitely what, what rumors have you heard Nina well, the the one thing I heard was that uh, Chris Evans is going to be in it. Oh my god! But well, he was in Johnny he Storm. was in Freeman as what as Johnny Storm. Oh <laughs> my god! Johnny Storm. Oh, that'd be awesome! <laughs> ah, great. incredible! Flame on! And it's like <laughs> flame on. <laughs> Here's the thing, because he said he's like I saw an interview with him a couple years ago when he had just finished finished up Endgame, and somebody said. Would you consider doing Johnny Storm? And he first he laughed and he's like, "That's actually more interesting to me than than doing Cap again." Oh my <laughs> gosh! Like, so so maybe Ryan Reynolds saw that and they are friends and said, "Hey, listen, we're doing a multiverse thing. Why don't you come by and <laughs> put on the suit?" And <laughs> yeah, right. That would be funny. Wasn't it? So I wasn't know. It, uh, Ryan, who was it? Ryan Reynolds? Was it? I forget who it was. There were three people. There's a picture. It's like Ryan Reynolds, Chris Evans, and somebody else, and they this was like years ago and they convinced uh ryan reynolds that it was a, oh it was a wolverine so uh it was the three it was wolverine chris evans i think and and ryan reynolds and they're standing there and ryan reynolds has on an ugly christmas sweater and the two of them are dressed normal and it's like they told me it was an ugly sweater party and this is where i showed up to kind <laughs> of a thing so yeah, yeah I'm, I, these guys have a lot of fun oh. together so from what I understand, uh, coming out in, in 2024, we have um, we, we do have the uh, Deadpool 3. We also have the Captain America Brave New World. Oh. Um, and then uh, uh, Agatha Darkhold is the next series, or Darkhold okay. Diaries. Oh. Uh, the other okay. stu- all the rest of the stuff is animated. You got X-Men 97, uh, Eyes of Wakanda. And then the rest is all slipping into the next the year after that. So Brave New yeah. World got pushed to 2025. You might be looking okay. at an older schedule because a lot of those things, I think there was only... A this was just from the 11th, so it must have been recent that it got pushed. Okay. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Well, that, I mean, that's... Who knows? We'll see. 
Whatever, it'd be nice to get some more of this, but yeah, Daredevil or uh, Born Again is is something I think a lot of people are looking forward to. Uh, the um, Deadpool three, I think a lot of people are looking forward to. The rest of it, I think, is kind of just, you know, some people are, some people aren't, some people could care less, some people are like, super stoked for it. So yeah, uh, just see I, what happens. I think the only the only other ones I know that most people are like like let's let's get this happening is um, the Fantastic Four, uh, Daredevil: Born Again, um, and then uh, the next uh, Spider Man. I think people really want to see a, an, another Spider Man. I'm interested for Fantastic Four. I mean, that's the one I'm looking. Right. I think I think most. I think the fans from from God back when Iron Man first was out, people are like, get us a good Fantastic Four. Right. Come on, you know that it, it's 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 amazing that it's taken this long for them to realize that like that's what the people want, really. You know, right? Yeah. Get us that and get us the damn mutants. Get us get us the X Men. You know, good X Men movies. So we'll we'll see. Um, yeah. We'll see how it goes out. We'll cover them when they happen. We'll cover some other stuff in between. I mean, there's still tons of other little things to cover. There's there's the oddball superhero movies. There's also a lot of DC. Uh, There's also know, stuff so. we can branch out on. We can do uh, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. We talked about yeah. that. The Harry Potters. I mean, there's a lot of series out there we could use to fill in the voids. Yeah, I've been re- I've been rewatching this week uh, Lord of the Rings. I started with Fellowship. Oh, nice. And uh, the extended version. Just I don't know. It, it's something that's just. So one of the highest rated. Uh, the Return of the King is one of the top ten movies on uh, HBO right now. Two Towers was really? always my favorite. You know, yeah, me too. Um, but, Something uh, about the second movies. But right? it's been a while since I've trilogies. seen. It's been like probably. <laughs> but aren't those aren't those re-releases? Years. Aren't there extended versions re-releases like four hours long each? Yep. Yep. But is it? But, but is it worth it? Yeah. There's yes. something about the the content, the pacing of of that movie that. Lord of the Rings in particular, that it just flows, you know, you're yeah, okay yeah. having more just because it, it's not the, the pace. It's not of filler. All, none of those it's movies are adrenaline paced. They're they're you, you just get absorbed in the world and they, and you know, it's done so well that having more doesn't, doesn't really. Have you never done so. an extended version marathon on one of those? It is. Are you asking me? I mean, yeah. theatrically, you got to no. go pee at some point. But yeah, when you're I watching I it, at have, home, I don't have <laughs> patience. Are you kidding me? I couldn't watch ten uh, hours straight. It's more like fifteen, but yeah, still couldn't do it. <laughs> Ain't gonna happen. Oh no, I've done. I've done it. I've actually done it more than once. Even Alyssa did it with us. We. we I need to be too drunk or too high by the time that was over. I, <laughs> now, there's no way I could do that. Now the Hobbit. The Hobbit was not anywhere near no, as successful uh, from no. a from a watchability standpoint that felt like too much filler but lord of the rings certainly was not yeah i could do i can do a, a marathon of that any day um <laughs> real quick just is there anything else you guys want to plug that you're watching uh i just you know kind of kind of always love to hear what other people are watching give me something to think I, about i and, started watching true detective the new the fourth season i want to start watching that yeah uh, i want to start they, watching that they're just doing weekly episodes so there's two out now on on max and uh, I just I like that uh, that more darker crime crime story. This kind of reminds me of that series Fortitude that took place in uh, in the cold. Uh, gosh, I can't yeah. remember if that was Alaska or some some uh, 
cold area where it's very mysterious and stuff. But um, it this is it's good. It's interesting. It's gripping. And uh, uh, and then I finished Fargo. They they really dropped the last uh, episode. Oh, last you did week. finish. Yep, nice. they they dropped the last episode uh, last week on on Wednesday. So I was Jodie Foster's True Detective, and Fargo is who in the la- in this current season? Oh, what's her um, name? She's she, what, go ahead. Uh oh, um, it's John Hamm in Fargo. John Hamm, yeah, but the the, oh, the, the right, woman, right, right. The woman That's is, what I was thinking. The woman is from uh, is from uh, Ted Lasso. She's the the, the English the the girlfriend right. of of uh, the one that runs the social media dating yeah, app. Yeah. yeah, I forget her name too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's she's great. Keely, uh, yeah, Keely, right, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, Juno Temple. Juno Temple. Right. Yeah, right. So yeah. so I'm watching. Uh, I'm actually watching some old stuff that I'm trying to like, just stuff that I have this list. And every time I somebody mentions a movie, every time somebody mentions. A show I have a like I just write it I put it <laughs> write it down I write it down to keep track of it and right now um, I'm watching Terminator the original <laughs> nice um, which is actually I think it dance the test of time to be honest I think it I think it holds up uh, I haven't watched I haven't gotten to Terminator two yet uh, I'm interested to see how that pans out but um, but yeah Terminator actually is a decent engaging I mean it's 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 keeping me it's keeping me interested. Um, there's that. And then as far as series go, uh, you know, I've just finished. I'm trying to get caught up on Billions. Uh, I, I watched oh. almost all of it. And then I and then I got um, free access to it through something. I don't remember what. So now, now that I have it for free, I'm, I'm watching it little by little, like when I'm getting ready in the morning or getting ready at night or something like that. Paul Giamatti is, he's in, in oh, Billions. Oh, fucking amazing. And, and, and I got, you know, Noah, we may... Do another Oscar episode this this season. Yeah. He, he's got the holdovers Hold out. that, that uh, holdovers and and that's already streaming on I think Hulu or one of the Peacock. one of the Peacock. Okay, okay, I watched it. It's 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 pretty good. Um, the same director that did Sideways, which is one of my uh, oh really most yeah. rewatchable uh, wine dramas. <laughs> right, Kelly and I Kelly and I talked about watching trying to watch the best best. Uh, Best Picture nominations this year before the Oscars, and we think yeah. we can do it this year. If the it's just like the hard part is is like, um, some aren't streaming teams, it, huh? Some aren't streaming yet. Yeah. Well, we right. would pay for it or whatever to rent it, but if we could, uh, the other thing is though, it's like playoff football, man. It's like uh, her right. team is still in it. Her team is still sticking <laughs> it out. So we got we got football every Sunday, so we only get one day of movie watching. Wait, is she, she a Niner fan? She's a Niner fan, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I really loved our episode last year when we co- we did our kind of Oscars yeah. pre episode before the Academy Awards, and so yeah. I, I hope we do it again this year, and I'll try to watch them all. Well, and if you so, do it, you can join and us. I've watched them all, I'd like to join. Yeah, as Good. I was going to say, I'd nice. like to join. So yeah, we'll see. We're going to try and watch them all and, and see how it goes. So um, yeah, we'll just have to, you know, like Oppenheimer comes out. I think next week is what you I. You haven't seen Oppenheimer so. yet. No, I just it's okay. been a no, busy year. Either. It's That's just right. been a busy year. But you saw like, Barbie. I want to see it. I still haven't <laughs> I seen Barbie yet. Oh, okay, I mean, right. dude, I'm, I'm telling you what, we haven't seen any of the best picture unless it's just randomly been as part of this. But okay, you got a lot super, of work. It's just been a pretty busy <laughs> year for us, uh, yeah. for whatever reason. So, um, yeah, we were, you know, it's it's it came down to it until September. We were busy every both days, every weekend, uh, trying to like train for Mount Whitney. So you know, once once September rolled around. We were just like you know doing some other stuff. Whatever. Anyway, I don't need to explain it to you guys. I was just busy. 
not bad, not bad. So we'll we'll jam it and we'll watch two like two a weekend. It, it'll be no time. We'll be caught up. So, Steve, yeah. you growing a mustache there? Or did you just not shave today? <laughs> Thanks, uh, Ina. Is there anything that you're watching specifically? Yeah, I want to. Uh, I'm actually watching something that's that's very very light and fun. Um, it's uh, Brother's Son on Netflix. Son S U N. Um, have you guys heard of this? No. No. Okay, let me give you the setup. Um, the head of a uh, uh, Chinese crime family is oh. shot in, in Taipei and is in a coma. But before he loses consciousness, he tells his oldest son and like the, the enforcer for the gang, go take care of your mother. The mother... And the father have separated. She's living in California, and she's Michelle Yeoh, with the younger oh, wow. brother. Has no idea he's part of a crime family. So, oh really? Um, the two, Interesting. Yeah. So the two, so the two brothers have to team up. Yeah, he's a he's a pre med student and is really into improv, and so the two brothers have to team up to try and track down who is who shot their father and who is targeting like all these other crime guys and it sounds super heavy but it's actually real it's it's got a real dark sense of humor and the fight scenes are simultaneously really well done and well choreographed and really funny i don't want to give anything away but there's this big fight scene in the second episode and Andrew and I were laughing so hard that we woke Claire up and she had to come down. <laughs> oh and, was, and was like, and I was like, what are you guys laughing at? And we're like, come over onto the sofa. Let us rewind this scene and show oh, you. And best moments of, of so, raising kids. That's great. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, I can highly, you know, it's, it's like, if you get tired of the really heavy stuff, I, I can highly recommend this. I have the name I, again. I'll be honest. Brother's son. And it's S U N. It's their yeah. last name. And Netflix. Yeah. Yep, Michelle Yeoh is awesome. Yeah. Also. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. That's really cool. Uh, you know, me and Alyssa, we started watching uh, The Bear, which, you know, uh, it, I wasn't sure if she was going to be able to take that because the, the anxiety of it uh, really gets to her. Um, I don't know if we had, if I had ever talked about uh, Blue Eye Samurai uh, animated series on Netflix. Oh, I so heard that. I heard great. about it. I heard it's great. Uh, we, you know, it's interesting, like she, you know how she is not into violence and anything like that and not really into, you know, not sword play or anything. She sat down. I was, I think I was in the middle of the first episode and just kind of was like there and then sat and watched the absolute rest of the series with me. Oh, wow. Even with all everything. That's not very common, right? No, not at all. And was very interested in it. And so, uh, it's one of those if if she can get through all the rest of that stuff because of how good the story is and what it is it's like i recommend that highly to anyone that can that doesn't have a problem with animation you know it's a samurai story uh it's it's very it's very good story uh and very well done uh, it's and it's an adult it's adult story so uh just so you know it's it's got a very uh, adult themes in it too so it's not your typical cartoon for sure um I think it's even rated MA, if I'm not mistaken, or M- MC-17, uh, deservingly. But, uh, yeah, it's it's really, really good. 
So those are the things I recommended. And uh, uh, I'm going to go see uh, Poor Things, I think, this Friday, hopefully, uh, before it's out of theater, so we can cover that next week. So if you haven't seen that, definitely get out there to the theater, see that. It's it's it, it's going to be one on that Best Picture list, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think it got the most nominations for Oscars. Oh, did it? I, th- awesome. I, I could be oh, wrong, wow. but... Uh, but it was it was quite a few. You think it got the most nominations? Oh, oh no, wow. I'm not sure. No, I'm doubting myself. <laughs> but I think it's up uh, there. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to jam you up. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Ah, poor thing. Uh, had received. Okay. I know it's. I know it was getting a lot. So um, earlier in in different things, it was getting. It was winning and left and right. So I wouldn't be surprised if it if it definitely did. But uh, I, I, I heard it's a very got 11 crazy, just off the <laughs> wall. Like, uh, so I told someone I was going to go see it and they go, do you like strange movies? And I was like, well, yeah, I can. Then you might like it <laughs> is, is what I got. So <laughs> awesome. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us for echo. That was, that was fun. Uh, like you said, you know, we're going to cover anything the MCU does regardless, bad, good, whatever, you know, uh, <laughs> uh secret invasion proved that. Um, so, <laughs> uh, we haven't done more. We haven't done Morbius. Morbius that's not it. That's not MCU. We did do Eternals. Oh right, we did. My bad. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> another another proof. something we didn't do. Did we do? We didn't. We didn't finish uh, uh, Agents of Shield. Well, now uh, and now that all the Netflix is is actually officially canon, we still never oh. did Jessica Jones season three, and I think Punisher oh, season two. We never did those. Now so. Punisher season two. <laughs> would be one to go do all right that is fucking good I, yeah uh, I, have fact, I think but yeah i'm i'm looking forward to what if i to rewatch yeah. those because i they're a lot of fun the first season's good i'm enjoying rewatching if, the first season if you like the first season you'll really like the second i believe yeah well i'm uh, a virgin what if or i have not seen them either either season seen any? Uh, nope nope this will be new for me i think you're gonna like it you're, good you're in for a treat this yep. is what if Steve watches cartoons? <laughs> Steve the Virgin. Yep. Oh, yep. nice. Nice. All right, guys. Well, that's how we seize it. <laughs> Hail Caesars. Hail Caesars. Love you guys. <laughs> nice. What does that mean?